0: Action! Reload! Danger! New Record!
1: Greetings and welcome to CORE, where we talk about video games, not just the games we play, but what the industry's doing, big news of the week, and other stuff. My name is Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. We're glad to be back, everybody, and hope you're all well uh we're gonna dive in here in a second but uh if you want to be listen I, I know i say this all the time about our patreon it's a pretty cool thing and it's great that you guys support us and it helps to keep the show on the air blah 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 blah. but man we go pretty deep into some pretty great stuff that isn't necessarily games related so if you want to hear us talk about a little more about the halo tv show today but also about things like harley quinn and why scott needs to catch up on uh better call saul and why Why, uh, or which of the Hannibal movies are the good ones? This sort of stuff. You'll find that all on our pre-show, which we include every week for our patrons. Nobody else gets it but them. Well, and some of these chat people, they get them. But anyway, if you you want that, go check it out. Patreon.com slash core show. All right, that's going to do it for that. Let's do this. I thought you were going to say for the show. That's it for the show. We're done. We're out of here. No, we're not. It's an
2: advertisement now.
3: Yeah. Uh, Should do a three-minute show one of these days, just for fun. Just
1: as a short one, okay. Big long, like a big long pre-show, and then barely any real show. That'd be fun. (laughs) I like that a lot. All right, if you're not familiar with the name Iron Oak Games, and uh, you probably should be, because they make a really cool uh, IP. They made a game called For the King, which the three of us actually played together. I played a ton alone as well. It's a very fun kind of turn-based D and D sort of grid-like thing. Uh, that I I think is a pretty unique game. It's a pretty fun little indie game. And for the King Two was announced today.
3: Ooh! So we're pretty excited about this, right? We'll play this, won't we? We'll
4: get yeah, into this. Super
0: stoked!
3: This yeah. game. This is one of the best games. Uh, I, most fun games. I love this game. And it's great. It's I'm a great over game. The Moon that they're doing another one. Like if they're, it looks like they're just taking everything and making it. More graphics, you know, like look better, I'm sure more gameplay the the original had a lot of game modes, just seeing the images that they've shown and the trailer, I'm really excited for this
1: it's I interesting think. the the character art is is not that blocky style anymore, which I was you it's know not
3: quite as blocky yet. not
1: quite as, but it's retained the still the kind of the tone of it looks you know like if I saw this I'd go, oh, it reminds me of return of the king like this is pretty not return of the king for the king. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it looks great. Also, even the grid looks cool. I, I'm I'm all excited about this. When's this? 2023.
3: Yeah, probably not for a while, but I, I'm just so stoked. And it's, you know, it's, it's multiplayer, and it's actually, for as cute as it looks, it's one of the more brutal. You know, these roguelites let you die, mm-hmm. let you start over with some advantages. Mm-hmm. They're really just holding your hand. This game is like, you're dead, you start over. It's true, uh, not rogue like. It's just a rogue style game. Yeah. Um, in that you can progress even towards the end of the game and just die and then have nothing uh, to carry over. There are unlocks. You do unlock things for your board. Yeah. But there, you know, different more items in the item pool. And um, cosmetics and more spaces to encounter. There's nothing in the realm of making you more powerful so that next time your run is easier, which is what I like about it. Yeah. Um, and like the original, which you can play right now, it's like six dollars on Steam. Oh, it's it's on so sale. cheap. I think it's
1: on fa- um, or um, uh, Game Pass as well, so no excuse yeah, not to play. Yeah. Um,
3: it. It. It, it's it's fantastic, fantastic game. I recommend buying it because you have unlocks and who knows when it'll go off Game Pass. And I want them to have all the money they can to, to develop for the King too. So don't play it on game pass. Buy yeah. it. Yeah. I agree. Um, and uh, it's only, like I said, it's on sale today. So, you know, $6 well spent.
0: Yep.
2: We, it, uh, we, we get asked a lot, like, because we play D D together, mm-hmm. um, as well as do this show, what games are the most like playing D D? Like what are the best D D style games that you can play? Yeah. And I have a tendency to say, you know, you should play, um, Oh my gosh! I forgot every game. A Wilder Myth is great for the simulation of like the randomness of a story and feeling like you're customizing your own tale. Um, I feel like I'm trying to remember the one. Divinity Original Sin Two is really great for kind of that tactical combat. You know, especially multiplayer with friends that you can do. Um, That one's fantastic. This one us playing for the King mm-hmm. was probably the closest I ever felt to like, this is the fun of just being with friends, powering through a dungeon together and yeah. in, in like just having a good time, you know, a lot of the eccentricities about D and D style combat out the window, a lot of the storytelling tropes out the window. This is what it's like to just do a dungeon run with friends. And uh it's really, really good at that. Yeah. So, I'm I'm all for more of this and, you know, like Bo said, checking out the original if you haven't. Like, it's a very cool game.
4: Yeah,
1: there's some stuff in there where you're required to be very cooperative about it. For example, moving around the overworld, if you get too far from each other, um, that's bad because if two of you encounter combat and the third guy is out of range of that, there's like a range where you need to be in, um, you'll not have him to help. It'll just be two of you against whatever you have to fight, which can be dangerous and bad. So there's there's, there's just enough coordination. There's just enough sort of ooh, look what dropped. Who wants what? How are we going to split this up? Like there's some of those aspects to this that other games don't nail quite as well. I thought they They've just done a really good job of that. And you know they've simplified systems where they need to be, but kept things complex in other ways. It's very approachable. Both sort of visually and tonally but also just gameplay wise and I don't know it's an awesome it's an awesome game and I'm happy to hear it's going to be a series so do check it out available soon well next year probably (laughs) Uh, it was in open early access forever so I hope they don't do that with this one Uh, hopefully they got some more money they can you know I think they did well so they should be able to to crank that out Yeah, it's
3: it's everywhere
1: yeah it's very good I have it on the switch it's good on there too plays great everywhere uh, the twisted metal TV show is still coming. Oh, I skipped one, but I'll come back to it. Twisted metal. How do we feel about twisted metal? Boy, John, you think you're worried about halo TV. How do you feel about TV show based on a car combat game?
2: Well, it's not the only one. Cause, uh, also today they announced a horizon zero dawn TV show. Oh yeah. Um, is also getting made. So we're, we're getting that.
1: Um, Nev Nev Campbell's in this has a <laughs> help?
4: I do like
2: Nev Campbell yeah. uh, as a big fan of the Scream series uh mm-hmm. I I like Nev Campbell a lot um I think she's she seems like a pretty awesome person and I like the, the stuff she's been in. So that probably makes me more excited than the concept of a twisted metal show. I don't know. You could see it being like kind of a cool bombastic thing. It just sort of depends what they do with it. You know, are they going to make it a cool action show involving cars shooting at each other and blowing stuff up? or Are we going to try and get into the pathos of Sweet Tooth the Clown <laughs> and uh watch him have sex with a pie or something like uh-huh. i you know we don't need that necessarily uh, uh-huh. but it, it just depends like, uh, which direction they decide to go
3: you're mm. subtweeting the halo show <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: oh no i just picked a random uh, event i was like yeah, yeah. probably
3: i'm sure that was all that a was pie or too
1: yeah sure it was unrelated totally yeah. unrelated um so who else is in this we got uh anthony Mackey. so your Falcon's in there Really? Um, yep. He's in the lead role of John Doe. That's the character you played when you were in the game, uh, as well as Thomas Hayden Church as Agent Stone. And <laughs> Stephanie Beatrice so, as an, a yet unnamed car thief. So
3: all people who haven't had acting gigs in a while, except for Mackie, who's like, what am I doing here? I'm I think Thomas Hayden kind of Church, <laughs> is he's been doing
2: Kanto was one of the biggest movies uh, for Disney a long time, and that's got Stephanie Beatrice in it. So that's true. I don't think
1: that's fair. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is always in something. He's got 20 million things in the works. He's been in a bunch of I mean, uh, it TV. He was in No Way
2: Home, I think
1: yeah he's great there's yeah. nothing wrong with well, him
2: well sort of his likeness and voice yeah
1: oh yeah they did
3: use his he,
2: voice he couldn't show up for it so they just made him sand <laughs> yeah. he was busy
3: doing the twisted metal <laughs> tv show he's like nah skip spider-man maybe. maybe
2: sorry guys i'm gonna have to just be sand for this one
1: yeah he took right, his right, his big thing that was like a big moment in his career was when he was in sideways um I was like that
2: wine movie, right?
1: Yeah, the wine movie. That was just a big, Oh, That movie was good. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's very good. But um, prior to that and after that, plenty of stuff. I mean, I used to watch Wings. I loved his role on Wings. He played yeah. Lowell on yeah. there.
3: He was great. He used lots of stuff. But like, I'm looking at his tombstone. ID. Yeah. Okay. So you know, he was in Hellboy as yeah. Lobster Johnson in yeah. 2019. Yeah. And he was in the Peanut Butter Falcon in 2019. <laughs> uh-huh no that was a big I mean, that was a big movie a uh, big indie movie people love that movie yeah and he was in a show called divorce yeah um in just... one movie called the 24th in 2022 and then in 2021 he was in spider-man no way home and that's it that's all he did in 2021 yeah and now and he wasn't really in it
4: <laughs> Yeah. so he
3: hasn't you know i'm sure he's been working and stuff i'm not saying he's not working or anything it's just you know it's like look why is there a twisted metal tv show <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like, like John. What, like, okay, like why? What so it if, feels to be like anyone attached to this project is floundering career-wise in the acting scale. And they're like, I gotta take a gig, guys. It's, it's you know, let's go. Maybe, but it's, what it's just, if it's what, good? The narrative in my head. I'm like, why would you want to be a part of? It's it's a it's a it's a it's a great video game IP. It seems like an absolutely shit. Uh, <laughs> dramatic IP for, you know, TV's movies. I don't know what they're going to... Like, I guess Mad Max is popular. Like, Cars Chasing and crap. you know, Fast and Furious. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: I can see where they're going with it, but I don't know. Twisted Metal? Maybe I just don't respect Twisted Metal. I feel like Bo just slowly got to where
2: I got, which was my initial reaction when you started reading it was like, why are we talking about this? Let's talk about the Horizon movie. Who cares about Twisted Metal? And then I thought, well, you got fast and the furious which is like one of the <laughs> yeah. biggest properties in the world you yeah. got mad max yeah. you've got all, all those people that just love walls for the wall action movies sure. where it's just like everything just exploded and it was good um you know you just got all that and it could be a recipe for exactly that and it could be awesome as a result i don't that doesn't mean it will yeah. i have my doubts but
1: Jindon in the chat says he'd prefer a video game, a new game, and they're doing that too. This is separate from that, but there is a new game being developed that that was leaked some months ago. Oh,
3: so. is there? Okay, because yeah. when I put this in, I wasn't sure if there was. I'm like, why is there a TV show? No video yeah, game.
1: I think they're getting ready to to kind of have it all happen at once or close to each other. But I don't think Sony's done like an, an official reveal. But it got leaked somewhere that some team is so. working on it at Sony, one of the Sony studios. Um, right. I I loved Twisted Metal. I have nothing but fond feelings for my time with those games. Twisted Metal Black, in particular, just freaking sucked my life away when that was out. Um, I even installed it on my my PS five and it runs. Uh, it's pretty aged aged now, but um, you know, I would yes, I would, I would like a new video game. But if they're going to make a show, I'll be happy to see how it goes. Let's see. I don't know. I mean, sure, it sounds like a maybe a bad idea, but I'm I don't think it's any worse of an idea than doing Halo, and I really like that show. And it's I don't think yeah. it's any worse than this announcement to do uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or wherever they're going, whatever they're going to call it. Um, you know, that's another one where I'm like, well, you already kind of made an interactive movie. Uh, do you really
3: need to make an actual TV show or movie out of it? Maybe, maybe it'll Especially be great. Me. I don't know. With the kind of actors they got, these aren't names that you would associate with like a fast, like an action film franchise, yeah. you know? Yeah. So when you hire these actors, I'm like, oh, we're going to have scenes.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> there, there are going to be scenes in this movie. Yeah. You know, like, be I would argue Mad Max is a movie that like doesn't really have scenes. It's just like, okay, it'd be cool if the cars were here and it'd be cool if the cars went there. Oh, they're scenes. Cool they're if just if Mad know. Max yeah. is over there. Like, I know you can call them scenes, but I mean like, you know, uh, two people are in a room. Let's put some cameras over the shoulder of both of them. We'll have an establishing shot, and there we go. Uh, yeah. Let's go for lunch. You're
1: right. you um, got like two of those in that movie. You're right.
3: Yeah, so this is going to be like, I'm Thomas Hayden Church, and I'm angry about the state of the world, so I will drive my car through other cars, and Niv Cam will be like, no, you won't, girlfriend. You, I'm not going to allow you to do that. I'm going to get in my car and show you how real Twisted Metal happens, and you're just like, okay, I don't want to watch this. And John or uh, Anthony Mackey's like,
1: oh, I'm in the MC. You bitch, and <laughs> I'm the
4: new Captain America. You're like
3: wrong
1: yeah. lines.
4: We, you know you, my car. Yeah.
3: we know you're proud of your role in Captain America, but don't use the lines from Captain America. Use the lines I gave <laughs> you, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like these lines better. I mean, I, I
1: look, I, I'm gonna open mind on this one. I'm sure I'm not sure of anything at this point. I just it know, might
3: be great. Who the hell knows?
1: We used to uh, say this about comics, by the way. We used to say that you can't make good movies based on comic books or TV shows based on comic books, that it's not actually possible. We've proved that so wrong in the last 10 and 15 years. So I, I'm not saying we're there yet, but I do think there's a day coming where we can do justice to these IPs. Um, and ironically, I actually think the halo show is a step in that right in that direction, but there's a lot more to do. And if you're going to take something as silly as this, you know, twisted metal is a really weird premise for your TV show um, I'll tell you what, it needs to be super, it needs to be really violent, over-the-top violent.
2: <laughs> you know what I want? I want Battle Royale with murder
1: cars. Yeah, that's basically the game, so why not?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and that's what I want. I want, we've, we've you know, you're each going to get in a car, uh, last one standing wins a million dollars, and so squid don't like, execute your children or something. Squid game, yeah, and, or you know, a million like, other of yeah. those games. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, a, like, movies, it's one of those and it's just dumb, and it's action-y. I think this is a better concept for a video game. I think this is a better video game t- to apply to a TV show than Horizon. And I didn't think that yeah. before this conversation started, but Horizon feels like it needs to be something very specific. And... I think Halo is a good example because it's a good example of how you can take a property and have people too tied to what that property is and not have the freedom to make something good. Nobody gives a shit what a Twisted Metal movie is, except (laughs) that it's dumb and good. Like, what a low bar you have to clear for that. People have expectations for Horizon. You know what people want from Twisted Metal? cars that shoot at each other
4: yeah that's
3: it it's, it's a tv yeah. show right so and, it's it's and gonna have filler. it's gonna have filler it's not a movie it's a tv show well it it'll
1: ain't. have to have some filler but i mean yeah. what if what if that's the big groundbreaking thing Bo? that it's mostly action every week what if it's you know like mad max in that sense but they just every week is insane action and we just fall in love with it it's possible
3: it's possible it's possible, it's possible. <laughs> you sound really it needs to be like
2: lost where you get a quick little flashback just enough to kind of care when the character blows up at the end
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i like, her, I so like it's her just,
3: the back. movie is just action but then when someone's about to die it shows their entire life history yeah, yeah. so
2: here's the format of an episode you start the moments before the person uh, blows up or, you know, uh, explodes or whatever, something big happens to them, unless it's the main character, then they're going to survive, right? So you start there, and they're just doing the like, ah, as they're driving, and then it does the and then it cuts <laughs> to them in an office, and they're like, I'm sorry, you have
4: 18 <laughs> different
2: types of cancer. Yeah, and They're like, but my dog, who's going to feed my dog? And they're like, we don't know. And you're like, He's like, I got to get money. I got to get money for this surgery. And then a wormy guy comes out with a hat and is like, have you heard of twisted metal? And he's like, what? (laughs) And then like, you know, then they're like, we're going to give you a car, but it's not going to be a normal car. No, they're going to weld your arms to two giant wheels. And you're going to have to roll around going, (laughs) ah! constantly what was
1: that guy's and then name you
2: get oh, axel. that and then axel. it yeah. catches up to where it began and then he blows up and like right before he dies he's like this is for my dogs <laughs> and then he blows up and you're like yeah i remember the dogs that was from 30 minutes ago this is good
1: yeah you've written the show that's, well that's done. the show yeah you've done a good job that guy's name was axel i used to love <laughs> axel axel was great played him all the time i also like playing the cop i don't remember his name um i did play is that Sweet real Tooth. axel lore Axel, I don't think, No, I real made that <laughs> <up>. no. <Okay.
3: laughs>
1: but I love it. I want it to be, if you're asking that, this um, is for my dogs, <laughs> I don't know. Like just whatever, make it loud and weird. I, all I know is I'm a little giddy right now. Cause I didn't know George Miller had another movie ready to launch. I had no idea about this 3000 years oh, of longing yeah. movie it does. came out of nowhere. And
3: that trailer
1: is the shit. Mm -hmm. and now it's a good
3: looking trailer Scott but it isn't a Mad Max movie it's okay it could be a little movie of someone longing I have never seen
1: uh, a George Miller movie that I didn't love and that includes Babe and Babe Pig in the City those are great movies like legitimately good movies they're not Mad Max and that's okay um I ironically I think his worst movie is the first Mad Max movie I just don't think it holds up but everything else has something to love about it (laughs) And I love, love everything. I'll Whatever. Until he's dead, he's my guy where I will freak out and get excited. Junkie XL's doing the soundtrack again for it, um, uh, for this and the new Furiosa movie. So he's just going to stick around for all of it. Anyway, it looks great. I don't know what's going on. Can't tell. Looks he insane. He sat
2: there and he was like, that'll do, pig. And he patted babe on the head and he was like, I'm off to go show people how action movies should be made yeah. and then he made mad max fury road and he did he showed people how they well, should be made first he and made, now that's done first he made he happy like, feet
1: he made happy okay, feet first no, he, i yeah. can't
2: do the that'll do pig joke if i do happy <laughs> feet. like that'll do <laughs> just penguin. ignore Stop happy dancing. feet and
1: happy feet 2 pretend they didn't exist
2: <laughs> so he uh so now he did that he's like okay here's what an action movie should be and now he's like now I'm going to show him what a romantic comedy movie yeah. should look like, and now that's yeah. what he's off doing.
1: Oh, I guarantee you this ain't a romantic comedy. Watch that trailer if you haven't I, seen it.
2: I did watch it. Holy and I shit. I bet you money is going to end up being a romantic
1: you comedy. you think Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton are your romantic cop couple in that mm-hmm. movie? Do you think?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> no, absolutely. they're not. It's a romantic comedy. It's While not. you're waiting for that, you should go see everything everywhere all at once. Well, I do <laughs> want to see that. I do okay. want to see that as well. Um, it's I'm, actually really good. I really if that's a good it. movie from not George Miller. <laughs> <laughs> not George Miller. I just like okay. The, the last category. thing I would say. This is George. It's Miller. It's a George Miller level movie, but like not George Miller. I guess is what. It's I like
1: totally, it. totally fine. Look, I, I I do want to see it. I'm pretty excited about it. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. This is all I'll say about Mad Max and stuff. But but this is why I have optimism about things that I used to be more skeptical about, and it's this reason. When I first heard Mad Max was coming, Fury Road, and they were rebooting the series, and then George Miller was coming out of semi-retirement to make it, and all this sort of thing, I remember at the time going, "Whatever, dude, it's not going to work. Won't be the same. No one's in the cat. You know, there's no Mel Gibson. There's no whatever I had in my head. How is this going to possibly be good?" And it blew my effing mind, and became my favorite movie the last 25 years. I freaking love that movie. And I watch it all the time. I saw it last week again because I love it. I have it in the background quite often. I just love it that much. So it's not a surprise to anybody who listens to me. However, I remember at the time saying to people, I'll bet this movie not only gets the most uh nominations at that year's Oscars, I'll bet it also gets a nomination for best Picture. Nobody believed me. Everybody said, whatever, dude, that'll never happen. It's never gonna happen. Sure as hell did. And not only that, they became that year's, and I think for some time or maybe even still hold the record, the most nominations for any Oscar Oscar year ever for a freaking Fury Road. So what I'm saying is we can be surprised sometimes. We can see things and go, man, they actually made a good – how did they make Fargo work on the small television for four seasons and with a fifth on its way? Why is that one of the greatest TV shows of all time when it really shouldn't have been? Sometimes people take shit and they make it better than it should have been. And maybe twisted metal will be way better than it should be. You know, I'm going to hold out a little bit. This is the only place I get to have optimism in the world anymore is dumb stuff like this. I'm going to (laughs) put, I'm going to put all my excitement behind the twisted metal that they're going to nail it and it's going to work. So that's my, that's my stand and I'm sticking to it. How do you feel about that? You like that? Not
4: that,
2: I, I think that's I, I pretty
3: like your, good. I like your enthusiasm.
2: I was busy looking up the IMDb for a thousand years of longing to see if, uh, or three thousand years of years. longing to yeah. see if, uh, see if it, I could already prove myself right on its themes. Yeah. And uh, right now it's listed for genres. Granted, comedy not on here, but yeah. drama, fantasy, romance. You romance telling with you, what, dude, though? It is a, it is a.
1: If you, could say Mad Max is, you could say Mad Max has romance in it. You could say Nux and no. Nux the Redhead. No. Nux and the Redhead, no. in the redhead fall makes, in love.
4: Eh, no. What do you mean? It's
3: not the crux of the movie. This will be the crux of the movie. We've, we've crossed over to the Badlands.
1: <laughs> so you think you think that that Idris Elba, a genie, a, a, a gin, uh, pops out of the bottle and goes, I give you three wishes. And she says, and they start doing the wishes, and it's all left up.
3: Wait, is he a genie?
1: Yes, he's a genie yeah. with pointy ears. You got to watch this trailer, Bo. Have you seen this trailer? Yeah,
3: trailer was just like this, 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 this. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, I'll I'll see it when it comes out. I didn't get the, I didn't get any of that from the trailer. And maybe the I djinn, assume you've watched it in frame by frame mode.
1: Oh yeah, ha- about twenty I mean, times, maybe. and that, that's why. So
3: yeah, I didn't, <laughs> but it looks good. But uh, Ch-
1: makes it. a point that the djinn are are typically evil in in lore. And so maybe there's some of that going on. At one point, Tilda Swinton in the trailer says, I wish you never existed. And all everything goes to shit when she says that. It just yeah, looks insane. Realize oh, she the
3: tagline is, what would you wish for?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he's a genie-type deal.
2: Look, I'm just telling you, uh, <laughs> this is the way I'm calling it early, and, you know, uh, like John Hammond in Jurassic Park, when this movie comes out, I will accept your apology. It's going to be a romance movie. Okay. You know? like you know, Doctor- This one's
3: going to have to get resolved, by the way, uh, because... <laughs> oh, yeah, we will. Scott really likes this, and, like, I know... Look, this movie, look it looks sweet. I like George Miller. Now that I'm aware that it's about a genie, I'm, like... very much less interested in this movie. Like a genie movie. Gosh dang it. It's not like that. Who cares about the genies? Yeah, but
1: genies that's the point. He doesn't he's not just gonna do a genie movie. That's not what this will be. This will be. Yeah, it's a, rom- a romance. No, it's not going to be that either. <laughs> Here's what you'll be. You'll be like that in Jurassic Park. I'll be Dr. Malcolm, whatever. At the end, going, uh, you are going to have uh, romance in your romance movie. That's what I'm going to say because there isn't any. There won't be. They're not going to. Be- You're never going to see Tilda Swinton and this freaking genie, Jin, whatever, making out. It ain't happening.
3: Hang on, hang on. I have a picture though. That in- <laughs> in are they making sections? out? <laughs> Hang on. I can't even. Co- it won't let me download the picture of IMDb. It sucks so much. Here you go.
1: I always screen grab it there. I hate that. Yeah. I don't know why they're so precious about photos on that site. Stupid. Just let us have it. It's just people sharing so, shit.
3: So I'm looking at some Like, I guess my point isn't sharing these photos. They're in Discord. Okay. My point isn't in, in reviewing these photos. They do. If you told me these were from the set of a romantic comedy, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I see that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Look at him, he's sitting there with his look big, at, pointy
3: They're hairs. hanging out in bathrobes, uh, and the director's explaining to them how this bedroom scene's gonna go, and then they're sitting together, one's in the evening, one's in a sweater, the other's in a, a crew The movie long is sleeve. called
2: 3,000 Years of Longing. What do you think that means?
1: It doesn't mean what you think it means, and I, when we return to this, I'm gonna have the <laughs> last, heartiest laugh of all time. I cannot wait. I think.
3: Look, I think he she falls in love with a genie. She wishes... That he would it, it might be a, oh hang on, that's the same picture there's a, one more picture, <laughs> that's the same right? picture. But, see, there's a that's picture the of weirdest him. thing either way she's holding his cheek, yeah, because that's romantic that's a romantic whole like there's no one I've touched in that way that wasn't like a family moment when someone's sad or is a romantic thing like. That's a, that's a romantic maneuver. Like based on these these three images, if these three images were just a movie, I, I'd agree with John and say this is going to be a romantic. Maybe this not comedy, is, but, but you've a, cherry you know, picked three
1: thing. images out of. I don't know how long that trailer. I know,
3: just- I know, it could be completely wrong, but I'm just saying that it gives life. To John's theory. That's all I'm saying. Like, like, I don't know that I can dismiss at a, I want, I I want to be like, yeah, it's going to be a mad, the first 10 minutes are going to be sissy romantic comedy. Then it's going to turn into Mad Max for 80 minutes. But I don't know. (laughs) You know, I don't know. All
1: I know is here's a screenshot. This doesn't look very romantic to me. Uh, There you go. That's, that looks not romantic. That looks like... No, a- okay, no,
4: well, no.
2: yeah. The, sometimes there's not romantic stuff in romance movies. It happens. It looks, happens. Like, a,
1: it looks oh. like a very nice lady who's painted gold, running away from a giant spider while she's got bones growing out of her head. Like, I don't know what to yeah, make of Yeah, I mean, you've
2: got to put cool stuff in it. This is, like I said, this is him going, I'm going to make a romance movie right. Yeah. He's going to show us how it's done. And the way you do it is you put stuff in there for everybody, including giant weird mm-hmm. spider things.
1: I guess. We're gonna to have to wait and see. The important thing to remember is George Miller has never made a piece of crap.
3: Look, and I, I, look let, let me say this: I am excited for this movie. It looks sweet, like hundred percent. Like, yeah, this isn't to poop on the movie, but but I'm just saying. Sometimes when you get super excited for having been burnt in the past, <laughs> super, how could they get Duke Nukem wrong? It's so some toxic masculine guy who's going to shoot some aliens. It's perfect, and so and it sucked yeah All but that's right? a game so, it's a like, video people, game people pe- it happens these things happen yeah and there are some telltale signs of i don't know yeah. but you know who kn- like oh here's the most recent disappointment the matrix four like how could they like i liked that movie but at the same time it was catastrophically disappointing as to what it was um you know, you kind of got something different than what you were expecting.
4: Yeah,
1: but you didn't and know until you got it. And I can't
3: say that this, as much as I really liked the movie, I can't say that it was what I was hoping and wishing for. Um, I don't think I'll be rewatching that movie in the future.
1: Right. It, yeah. but, but see, you didn't know any of that until it got here. And then you can make that judgment. And it's a good, that's right. you're right to that's make right. that judgment. So that's my yeah. whole thing. 100% with this is, this movie have might we, be John. John might be totally right, and it's all just a bunch of freaking lovey-dovey yeah, so, bullcrap.
3: Yeah. So, so you, you're you're the, you're the right one of the three of us. We're just trying to rain on your parade. We're being evil <laughs> people. You know? We're just trying. We're just trying to. <laughs> we're not really trying to have a very at least you know intelligent, uh, rational argument about anything. It's just like it could be kind of shit. It, 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 it's it probably going to be good. Could be but, shit. But maybe there, there's some concerning. Concerning romantic comedy. <laughs> right. You know, it could be a Hallmark movie, which would be the
1: worst. That thing is again. not going to happen. I have zero, I have no worries about that. The question is, will this be, you know, after, what do you even do after Fury Road? It's so strong and it's so good. Yeah. How do you follow that? That's the only fear I have is that he just won't be able to live up to that. But. That's okay. I put it out
2: of my
3: I think that's why you do a romantic comedy because you know <laughs> your you're, your movie after is not going to be as good. So you turn in something okay, get the job done, and yeah, fair uh, point. Oh, that, the, yeah, we're just. I think we're getting to a point where we're just trolling Scott. Uh, it's Totally fine. God, it's like, Totally fine. I'm, I'm rewatching the trailer now, and I'm like. No, this looks pretty awesome. Like there's. It does look awesome. I didn't say
2: it was going to be bad. I just said it was going to be a romance movie.
3: Yeah, when they're sitting around in their bathrobes, it does look like a rom com. It's true. But but that
1: doesn't. If if, hold on, if your movie has two people sitting in bathrobes, I don't think that's a guarantee. It's a romance movie. It just means. Just
2: said it was going to be.
1: It just means they got through with some weird time travel shit, and they're all gooey from time goo, and now they got to go shower.
2: Maybe they went to SeaWorld, and they sat in the splash zone.
3: <laughs> and they're back in um, the... They're in some medieval castle of some kind, too, so... Yeah, they're all over the place. The
2: old SeaWorld, and uh-huh. they got splashed yeah. by Sir Shamu.
3: That's right. Sir Shamu? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I think we've made our point, Joe. We probably should move on to do the I other can't news. believe you said like-
1: Sir Shamu. As if that's what would determine the kind of whale, the killer whale they had way back then. He would have been known as a Sir...
3: And
4: not yeah, it would have been knighted
3: because he was impressive.
4: <laughs> that's amazing.
3: All right, forget like, about uh, all that. The, it's it's metal. just stuff like this. Like uh, one more, one more shot, though. Like it's stuff like this that makes you look at it and go, like, if you told me that was the scene from a romantic uh, movie, then I would, you know, I would I'd be like, yeah, it looks like it.
1: Well, yeah, because you, but you'd be wrong, yeah. and uh, it's all good. It's okay to be wrong. Also, twisted metal. Uh, we'll see. We don't know how that's going to work. We'll keep our eye on that. Uh, Daybreak, Sony's... Ec- well, it used to be Sony. I guess... Does Sony have anything to do with Daybreak anymore? I don't think they do. They used to be... So. Uh,
2: I don't think so.
1: They were Sony Online Entertainment, and then they changed the name. I'm pretty sure that's when they sold it, some other holding company. Anyway, Daybreak was working on a Marvel MMO. Uh, But they're not now. It got canceled. Uh, So we're probably never going to see anything. But what do you think that looked like? I thought I remember hearing about this because part of the reason they shut down... um what was it called heroes or was it Marvel City heroes heroes? No, Marvel heroes. The one with the, the, the top oh, oh, yeah. RPG. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the talk back then was part of the reason they're shutting this down is because they got an MMO in the works and they expect oh, that to so shut it go down way. for nothing. So I think they shut it down for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. I agree. That game was great.
2: At yeah. least we're getting Marvel snap.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let's not go too crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, marvel snap looks like a sweet tcg but like oh maybe you meant that on purpose yeah, I did. Uh, i'm like a really slow today guys I'm so i honest.
2: am i am just filling my role as setting people up today setting, setting people see, up we're setting them up yep. see this Teating is what i was up. talking
3: about it's like you know like everyone thinks we're the ones that say all the weird things and john's not funny he's like john's clearly funny but he lies in wait and like you, you put it you dig a hole and put a yeah, he's the thie- grass over it. And let someone walk. And then he's the thief I'm sequel. floating in free air for a full minute before I realize there's a hole underneath me. And you're laughing over there. He's the thief
1: sequel we've been waiting for that. We've never gotten. John's like that Scary. guy up in the corner in the dark. who's ready to pounce down and put a knife in your throat, yeah, uh, the, but we New like it bridge. Anyway, I don't know what that was going to look like. We don't know anything about it other than it got started. They canned it. My guess is here's my guess. I don't think this had anything to do with the ARPG or anything else. I think this had to do with them realizing that if they really wanted the big money, because we're about to talk about this story anyway, they put it all into mobile, said, you know what? Let's just have Marvel Marvel MMO likes, and and, and a bunch of them. Some of them are just gotcha collect, uh, character collectors. Um, one of them, I forgot the name of it, if it played it for a while, is a straight-up MMO. They, they worked with somebody in Korea and made it, and you know, you create a character. You yeah, you create a character, and you play that character, and you level them up, and you get new gear, and you play it like an MMO. But it's all mobile because that's where the real money is, and there's no guarantee you're going to succeed on a PC based, you know, or console based mobile or mobile MMO these days. That's my thinking. If I had to, now, if I had to guess,
2: I will say like while I was being a bit, you know facetious Jokey about the, yeah facetious about the whole you know well, at least we're getting marvel snap i am seriously looking forward to that game so since the last time we did a show uh because bo seemed excited about it he went and did his research i just looked at him and went i like how the cards look uh so i decided to actually see how the game played and i watched them play a bunch of it and the philosophy of building decks around it and, and all of that and I have to say, I'm genuinely excited for that game. Same. Like, really, I, as soon as they have a Apple beta to try, uh, I will do it. I, yeah, I'll do I it want in a heartbeat. To play that game. Yeah, I think it looks cool. I, I like the way it looks. I like that they don't bog the card decks down with a bunch of bullshit. Like, you know, you're collecting hero cards. Like, that's what you're getting. You're not collecting like, here's a aim assault rifle, or here's a here's Mojo's underwear like they're not throwing <laughs> in a bunch of cards you don't want to see or have yeah it's like no iron man wolverine yep uh, captain marvel like you yep. were just giving you the characters and they do cool things and uh that that's what it is and i think it looks genuinely really good How'd which a lot of people were like oh john's gonna hate this i, I wish i did but I don't I yeah, think it looks awesome. we, got, we found a mobile game
1: that is you'll also coming to PC, to. PC yeah, so you'll be able to get your PC on there. But it looks great, and uh, they had me at three-minute games. I'm, I'm into shorter card combat games. If I'm talking PvP-type games, I'm, I'm kind of done with sitting around waiting for a guy to let the, let the fuse run out, sort of TCGs and CCGs, not into that. So, yeah, bring
3: it. When's that thing? They didn't say there's no beta... Beta for Android is out now. Go sign up. I haven't gotten my invite, but I think it's because I'm Canada. Where's uh, the I iOS beta? People, they I say Garrett. They, they I think did. Garrett got a, an invite. Did he? Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: I that's
2: think good. they'll let Canadians in, but they can only play as Alpha Flight.
3: Wah, <laughs> 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 You have
1: to be. Who's the hairy? <laughs> can who's Wolverine, the, younger Canada. Well, that's so true. That's but okay. who's, who's the Sasquatch guy? Um, he was on Alpha Flight. Yeah. Who was that guy, though? What's he called? Wendigo. Wendigo. Yeah. He's cool. <laughs> I, go. I also like the little tiny guy that's super smart, but he because he, he reminds me of a modern day um uh dwarf, like a like a fantasy dwarf. There's something about him. He just looks like he's you know, if you if this was a thousand years before, he'd be he'd be digging holes in a mountain and Are you talking about Puck? Is it Puck? Is that his name?
2: That's I Puck. don't know. There's Good a little guy Puck. named Puck.
1: I think it is Puck. I hate
2: Puck, but it's because I used to collect, like from 1991, I used to collect the, uh, the trading cards for mm-hmm. Marvel cards. Part of the reason why I love this game is because some of the cards look like cards of that era where you flipped it over and you had power ratings oh, and yeah. weird stuff like that. Yeah. And the most common card, I swear, was Puck. It felt like every pack I'd be like, "All right, give me something cool, give me something cool," and there's puck Mm -hmm. standing there looking like a doofus, and I got so many pucks.
3: Yeah, but sure is hairy too, eh? Yeah, he's he's just a
2: weird looking dude. Like, it's not a card you want to see multiple times.
1: (laughs) I can understand that. I mean, I don't know. He was kind of a leader, though. That was that's important in your alpha flight. You know? Yeah. You gotta have that yeah. going on. I
2: mean, look, I'm not saying I don't want him to exist. I just want fewer fewer pucks to give.
1: Wendigo's great, because he would often fight Sabretooth or Wolverine or both. Uh, and it's just fun to watch guys
3: that are all hairy fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds I look weird. At this fantasy casting and people want Joe Rogan as Puck and it's
4: hilarious.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> the short bald guy. <laughs> did you guys see?
1: I didn't. Speaking of Canadian things, I didn't know this was happening. There's a there's a Sores, or what's his name? Not Scorzy.
2: Oh, did I get it ro-
1: wrong? Is Sasquatch the Alpha Flight guy? Oh, Windigo do I? Have I been s- saying it I wrong? I messed it up. Oh, it's Sasquatch,
2: really? I forgot they had Windigo and Sasquatch. Man. Yeah, Marvel getting it stamped down on big hairy creatures early and fast. They have Chewbacca too, for that matter.
1: Um, but you know that Letter Kenny show? They're doing a yeah. spinoff called uh, what's the guy's name? Hold on a second, I gotta find the guy's freaking name. The main character or the main actor, Jared Kiso, plays uh, plays Wayne on Letter Kenny. Uh, he's doing this. Oh, Shorezy, that's what it's called. <laughs> he's this hockey player if you guys haven't seen Leonard Kenny, it doesn't sound like either of you have Shorzy is the, the greatest character that you never see he's a hockey player and his face is always hidden and he's always saying the worst things about everyone all the time and he's getting his own show and it starts this weekend and I can barely contain myself I'm so excited <laughs> it's going to be great anyway oh my gosh Shorzy one of my favorite Canadian things ever All right, um, <clears throat> except for you Bo Bo you're my favorite Canadian thing of all the things, yeah,
3: in I'm not really a great Canadian. Okay. Yeah, you're all right. I good, think you hold it together. Another good representative of the nation, even though now people have been emailing me and be like, "Yeah, Canadian, yeah, go Canada." And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm not into nationalism. Thank yeah, you. It's not really your thing. But... <laughs> Canada.
1: <laughs> all right, let's get Canada. into the, uh, let's get into this news. Death Stranding Two was sort of announced.
2: <laughs> I like how it was announced.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you. Well, I mean. Okay, I've now let's let's get this out of the way. Haven't played it, first one,
3: the existing I, game. Han sanitizer bought it, gifted it to me. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I do. I will play it at some point, so I will know if this is worthy of a sequel someday. Yeah, I can
2: the- also try it. But something bad happened. I bought it because it was on sale, and yep. we have enough people. Every time we bring it up, and we're like. I want to play the stupid carry stuff across the country game. And people were like, you guys will like it. You got to try it. You got to try it. Don't talk shit about it. Just try it. And so I was like, all right, it's on sale. It's like five bucks. I'll buy it. I bought it. And then they did the stupid director's cut. And even though I stand by, that was a dumb concept for a thing. Cause he was given free reign to make whatever he wanted. So what the hell is a director's cut for this game? Yeah. Um, and now I'm like,
1: well, yeah, but the one I got isn't the director's. Yeah, cut. but what's in there? What's different? Do you even uh, know? You don't
3: get a free upgrade to the director's cut? Oh, I don't know. I uh, guess I should check. Maybe you do. Complain about it. You should because if it isn't a free upgrade, it's like if they added like more Jeff Keighley. Don't rebuy it. You know what I mean? Like, and also yeah. it's a crime to kind of recharge for it. Like Jeff's great and all, but. He's not worth another. <laughs> Don't copy. pay for more Keely. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. What are you getting in the remastered version of something that was, or not? It's not remastered direct. Like it's director's remastered cut, enough. so it's it's clearly like stuff that didn't make the original release. Right. That's what
1: they that's say. The but I've seen some movies where they're called director's cut, and they're like Aliens. Yeah. The the director's cut of Aliens sucks. I hate it. It's got a cool, but, uh, but automatic- that's movies right well yeah but the same idea though if you if you do a movie you and you call it director's cut you expect oh this is the one the director wasn't allowed to make or yeah he's this is his full-blown vision or whatever if this is
3: if this is not video games it's it's a patch (laughs) like i mean it's been it's been out a year you just patch it (laughs) like we didn't include jeff jeff keely it's like let's release the jeff keely patch like you're and John's point, it's Kojima Productions. He's hes the business and the director. It's, it's a patch. You know what I mean? It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's a weird uh, thing. So I have the answer. The
2: answer is no. The version I have is not the director's cut. Okay for $10, I can upgrade it to the director's cut. What do you get? Or they would also be happy to sell it to me for $40 if I just want to buy it entirely on its own.
3: Okay, so but what what they're in the thieving business.
1: What they are in the thieving business, but what is it? Tell me what they're supposed to give you with director's like like what do you actually gain for the 10 bucks? Do we know uh, that? Do they do they tell us that? Or is it just I don't know. Assume it is skins. It's like, oh, Norman Reedus has a yellow hat now, or, you know, <laughs> like, what is it? I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. So we're not going to find out. I don't know. I think they're <laughs> I ripping know. you I'm off.
2: Trying to figure out what it has that's
3: different. What's and, in the director's cut? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And if it's not like, significant,
3: I mean, oh, 10 bucks on.
1: is not that bad, but still,
3: it's I'm on the page in Steam where it should tell you what you're buying, right? So it's 13.49 for the director's cut upgrade for customers who've purchased Death Stranding.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, it doesn't tell you though.
1: It doesn't tell so you what the difference def- is. They just say, "Oh, it's a director. Oh, it's director's cut. Oh,
2: you're gonna love the director's cut. You're gonna love the director's cut.
1: All this new footage and Kojima finally let
2: himself a miss high the game frame he rate make
3: from the beginning. Oh. Okay. It includes a high, you're getting a high frame rate, uh-huh. so it should be a patch to settings. That yeah, does, you don't get to be. sell me better settings, <laughs> jerks. Okay. Photo, photo mode, yeah, um, ultra-wide monitor support. Oh, you don't, you don't also includes anymore. crossover content from Valve Corpse Half-Life series and CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk. And then stay connected with players around the globe with the social strand system, which I think should be in the base I game. I think though. it is in the base game. Yeah. I think for some reason
2: they put that in the. So comes
3: they with don't it. tell you. So on um, here, buy this director's cut upgrade. What's in it? We're not telling you. Um,. What A uh, frame Ooh. rate you can pay $10 for frame
1: rate? What $10 for how much frame rate? Like it's already running at 60 on PC.
2: More frame rate. would so, you like more frame rate? Do
1: you want to we do 120? You frame rate. If you got a monitor, it'll do 120. I suppose that's cool, but is it worth 10 bucks? So
3: according to The Verge, it says Death Strand Dress Cut is one of the more worthwhile PS5 upgrades out there. For $10, the new edition comes with extra missions, improved visuals and performance, more tools and items, dual sense power, haptic feedback. Three. It's a patch. Okay, because it's Hideo Kojima, and he is a director. He's I am a director of games. I am not a project <laughs> lead or a CEO. I am a director. So when I release a patch, it's thirteen dollars yeah. and forty nine cents. Yeah. It's a game patch.
1: It's a game okay, patch. but it, but that's that's the PS five version. What about the, the what's the PC? I mean, the PC version was already a higher frame rate. I don't get it.
3: Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't get it.
2: You get the more missions. That's what you get. You get and more
1: missions. Box. Okay. So, more. Romner... Take a
2: better picture
3: of Norman Reedus.
1: You put more ladders in places and climb them and dump all your shit by accident. You get all the all tools. Maybe again.
3: you get a bottle. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because you can pee in that game. You have to pee. So maybe you got a bottle for the pee.
1: The other problem I had, or the reason I never played the game, um, I got kind of John Itis on it. Uh, like you get with Inside <laughs> or, you know, pre- precious indie games. I was feeling like this was an a, a overly precious AAA game. Where it was just yeah. like, oh, okay, it's, your, it's Hideo Kojima and he's doing weird things. Yeah, or, I, I, I see know.
3: that logic. Couldn't
4: there's
2: yeah you're right there is organic weird and there is forced weird and some of the things i've seen about death stranding definitely fall into the forced weird
3: he, he's like category. a george miller for some people though right oh like yeah
4: that's yeah yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah absolutely you know,
3: he's just like listen guys quit I just never bought into idea. it. I, I, I
1: mean, look, I, I thought that there was some Metal Gear stuff that was pretty quirky over the years. Um, You know, seeing a giant whale in the sky for no reason that never gets answered again is, is, is weird and interesting. But I never really bought all, all the way in on, he's a genius for putting a whale in the sky. I mean, really? I could think of that. <laughs> i mean (laughs) it's not that hard to think of i could
2: put a whale yeah but would you light it on fire would you be brave enough to light it on fire yeah
1: yeah since it's polygons and no one gets hurt (laughs) i would light it on fire yeah it's fine i don't know that's just a weird thing it feels more like this is that ten dollar sony juke they do with a lot of their games first party games and it irritates me i don't like that they do it at all uh, all right. Well, moving on from that, we don't know anything else about it, except that there is a sequel in the works. Uh, good, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 still in development, according to some job postings. And uh, just generally, that's I mean, Ubisoft seems to indicate that that game's still being made. So uh,
2: that game exists to give people jobs for a period of time.
1: It feels like it, doesn't it? <sighs> I, I want to be. See, there's where I get skeptical. I I couldn't be more skeptical these days of Ubisoft and their plans, um, and I think rightly so. They've just—I don't know—they're weird right now. They are a weird company right now, and I don't believe anything they say. Uh, do I want Skull and Bones? Yes. Do I want to see what that finally turned into? Absolutely. I'm all into pirates. Let's do this. Let's get a. Let's get that out. Do I think it's going to be Ubisoft? to to, you know to use that as a pejorative probably like they've just kind of screwed things up when you when you look at their library for the last i don't know six years the best game they've made is one that no one knew was coming barely knew anything about and came out and it was that um i forgot the name now Uh, oh shit the the grease one The, the 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 one that was like breath of the wild uh Oh, yeah, uh, the Phoenix Rising. Phoenix Rise, Rising, the game. That had no right to be as good as it was, and it was good despite all the other things they have been doing. And I'm not saying Valhalla was bad or any of that. Those are all great games. But they're just very samey and very safe and very Ubisoft. That game really jumped out at me and, like, going, okay, here's some creativity going on. Here's something different, something new. and And it was super rad. And everything else since has been just a stinker. So... I don't know what to think of this but they're working on it. So I
2: guess the thing that confuses me about Beyond Good and Evil 2 is Beyond Good and Evil is obviously beloved and has a lot of fans and it's this, you know, kind of cult classic to a degree. But all it really was was like kind of your action platformer Zelda-like but happened to execute on everything and story and atmosphere really well. So what the hell is taking so long to make a follow up to that? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like it tells me that they don't actually understand why that game is good. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, I think maybe you're trying to overreach. Like, people wanted a sequel to be on good and evil. The fact that you haven't been able to figure that out and make it work, and that it's like trying to solve some puzzle tells me that you are not going down the correct road.
1: Feels like Psychonauts to me in that. Psychonauts didn't do this. They they made the game, and there is a Psychonauts 2. It may have taken a while, but it, the original was so beloved, even though at the end of the day that was a 3D platformer with some interesting concepts and some really good writing, but really that's, that's all it was. It wasn't some magic trick. It was a fun game, and their follow-up is a great follow-up to that with more of the things people love about it in it in a better graphical package, the controls better, and is you know just a better for modern standards kind of game. That's that's enough. That's what you need. That's the mm-hmm. follow up. So why is Beyond Good and Evil not in that state yet? Freaking, you got me, man. I don't know what they're thinking. They have probably been in and out of ideas like, how do we leverage the, uh, you know the the loot box trend, and then that went to shit, and they went. All right, pull that out, and
3: uh, what if this was just a mobile... Like, I can hear them doing can we this. Put a, can we put blockchain into this science fiction Oh,
1: universe? gosh, dude. See, that's what I worry about, is that's the like development. Like, the last time said. they
2: showed it, it was like, you're going to play as a, as a sky pirate monkey, and it's like, well, wait a minute. I remember playing as a photographer named Jade, and that seemed to be the character people liked. Why, why are we a sky pirate monkey? Like... Just, just make a sequel.
1: Yeah, make a game.
2: Just, just figure it out.
4: Yeah, and make just it put fun. Put it
2: out, and guess what? If you, if people don't like it, you'll get feedback yeah. on it, and yeah. you can. But it's like people go, well, it's beloved, so we have to figure out to, a way to do a beloved follow-up. But it's not beloved because the game was the like gold standard in every department of that. It tried to hit. They just made a really competent, good game.
1: Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the Nintendo, this is why I admire Nintendo from a dev standpoint. They're never afraid to just make a better game. And and like, think about how many games they've had that are considered the best in class. Super Mario 64 mind blowing at the time still holds up Ocarina of time snes games uh, with those same characters in them were considered the pinnacle of where they were and they just keep doing better do they have moments where it's like oh twilight princess was good but you know kind of samey compared to yeah, previous mario games.
2: sunshine was not sure i enjoyed a it great yes. follow-up to 64
1: right it was it was good but it wasn't you know like oh my gosh mind-blowing good
2: but it's good enough mario galaxy
1: yeah, and Galaxy's and Galaxy incredible. Too. And you know what else is great is Odyssey is an is an amazing Mario game. It's incredible. They Wind just Waker. keep doing it. And why can they do it and Ubisoft can't do it with a with a third tier game like Beyond Good and Evil 2? What is I don't get it. They just
2: don't try. Like it, it, you know, it can be from a good place. I'm not saying like wanting to make a great game is a bad quality. But I do think that they get into a headspace of like having to constantly second-guess themselves. The difference is Nintendo's like, oh, we're going to put it out. We're going to put out the best game we can, but it's going to be the game we want to make. If we want Mario to clean up the streets of an island town with a water pack, we're going to try it. it. And if people don't like it, we'll try something else. And sometimes if people do like it, we're still going to try something else. Because as good as Mario Galaxy is, they did that for two games and then they stopped doing
1: it. Yep, they moved on to something else. You're absolutely right. And those games were great, too. Those 3D Mario Land things, amazing games in their own way. That 2D one, uh, it was 3D but played 2D. What was that called? Super Mario Brothers Wii U or whatever it is. Yeah, Amazing yeah. platformer. Incredible game. I just think someone in the chat says maybe they're afraid of, of fan outcry and toxic gamers being dicks. I am sorry to say this, but that ship has sailed and it's true of everything. And I don't care how good the thing is you put out, you're going to get toxic a-holes. So I think companies like this need to just like, don't look at that. I don't know what they're looking at. I can't say it, Ubisoft. But if they are, don't. Don't pay attention to it. Focus on amazing content. Make the games you want to play the most. Really iterate and bury down and make an amazing game. That's all you're gonna need in the end. It doesn't matter what anyone says; they'll sell. And I feel like Beyond Good and Evil is in this loop of, I mean, we don't I don't have any information about this. Just a feeling I have. And, and there's
3: the there's the ten minute. Well, it's not ten minute. But there's the trailer they released in 2018 for it, and that trailer is awesome. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's great. I got so excited
3: seeing that. I remember
1: covering it with John that day. Yeah. Every remember, time
2: they show something, it looks cool. Yeah. But then it disappears and it looks like something completely different by the time it comes back.
1: Yeah. And skull and bones was this for me for a while there. Like I'm still, I'm not holding out too much hope, but I still in my heart of hearts of like, they're going to find a way to make that rad and really do something cool in the pirate space. And it's going to be great. And I'm going to hold on to that hope until I see it. But I I guess I guess what I'm saying is of all the big publishers, all the big dev teams, all the big AAA studios, right now Ubisoft is just like, I don't know, they just feel like they're dragging. Just weird. Weird for a company that big to be so... Like when's the last time they really put out a game? Was it Valhalla? That's two years now? I mean, well, I guess there was Far Cry 6, but that came and went with a fart. Like nobody yeah, cared. Yeah, I
2: didn't hear a lot about it. I almost bought it because it was on sale. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: And I'm sure Far Cry, the new Far Cry is fine. That's not my point. My point is that's why is it just fine? (laughs) Like, why can't you, why can't you, I guess that's why Nintendo is Nintendo. In a lot of ways, Sony is is Sony and Microsoft is Microsoft. They, the platform holders seem to do better in this regard. And and if if Ubisoft did, maybe they'd have their own console we're all buying or something. I don't know.
2: Because as much as we say Mario galaxy was great, Mario galaxy six doesn't have the same appeal as Mario galaxy one and two. Yeah. Like that, that's what it comes down to is Nintendo for all you might say, like I hated the water tank or, you know, I, I didn't like twilight princess, you know, for the ones that come out that you don't like, um, they don't stick around in that format forever. They don't linger. If you don't like how, uh if you don't like Wind Waker's art style, well, it only stuck around for that game and then a couple Game Boy Advance ones.
4: Yeah, that's true. Uh, for
2: good or for bad, I think it's a hell for of a lot better it than stay. Twilight Princess.
1: Freaking, but, love you know, it. yeah, keep going. <laughs> it is what it is. Keep going with that look. Bank that um, look. Uh, freaking even Breath, Breath of the Wild should have looked like that. I freaking loved it. Anyway, that that's an old argument, and I won't try to make a case in 2022 but
2: but if you don't like climbing up towers and getting a breakdown of like weird shoot up events in the nearby area and animals to kill well you know maybe you're not going to like far cry 6 especially because it's kind of technically far cry 12 because not only do they have their numbered ones they also have their off number ones that come out in between your blood dragons and new bloods or whatever it is. And your
1: ancient I don't, remember man. <laughs> I don't
2: remember what it's called. They always have one in between. They've done this a lot of times. And for some people that love those games, that's good. But for a lot of people that's going to get stale and they haven't stopped to reinvent it. You know, I love Giancarlo Esposito, but him being in the game doesn't revolutionize uh, a formula that I've done a lot of times in that universe. Yeah.
1: I was more interested in seeing him in Better Call Saul or The Boys or any number of other Giancarlo Esposito roles. He's in everything it feels like these days. Way more interested in all that than I was him being mo-capped into a game that I've already played seven times. So I don't know. I don't know why I'm bashing on him. Not bashing on him. I don't know why I feel this way about Ubisoft. I just want to see them succeed. Because I used to have really fond feelings for them. Right around the time... Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands was out. That game was great. I freaking loved that game. I had problems at launch, but it really came into its own and I loved it. And the new one just wasn't as good as that. And everything since just felt too safe. They had their battle royale that was just too little too late and it's already gone. What happened to that weird sports game where you skate around that oval? And <laughs> what happened to that? Uh-huh. Like- Uh I I even played it. They had an alpha that that year after E3. You could play it, and I liked it. It was good. It was like, hey, this is kind of got vibes of, like, um, Rocket League or something. And I know that's what they were aiming for, and it felt good. So what happened? I don't know. Are they even making that follow-up to the Mario Rabbids thing that they said they're doing? Supposed to be making a new one of those?
2: Yeah, I, I think that one will probably end up happening, but... And we're it has so. been a lot quieter at Ubisoft. And I mean, maybe that scandal stuff, you know,
1: well, it never has, hurt helps. So. Yeah.
2: You know, you got COVID, you got scandals, you got all sorts of stuff. Like who knows why they've gone as radio silent as they have. But you know, two, I think the reason why you're so interested in spite of what they've been putting out is because when they do innovate, it tends to be really cool. Like when you look at the Assassin's Creed jump to where they went from what they'd been doing origins and odyssey and those ones you're like oh my gosh wow this is revolutionary that was pretty great they just ride that wave a little too long each time um i think they i think they need to iterate slightly
1: quicker also splinter cell you you cowards make a new splinter cell not you guys. They're cowards.
2: Didn't they tease that they were, go- or were they just putting him in something?
1: I think they teased. It, they teased it, and everybody jumped to conclusions. But really, it was that he was getting put into that free to play <laughs> thing. Yeah, most siege. Uh, no, it was. Uh, it was oh, I siege. think he did get put. Well, maybe in it was siege. Though, you might. Yeah, they? I think you
3: might be right about that. I mean, that's their big. That's their big, you know, success in terms of uh, free to play freemium deal. Yeah,
1: and that last. Um, uh, the, the last, the one they made in 2013, the name escapes me, but the last spinner cell game is legitimately good. People gave it shit because Michael Ironside wasn't uh, Sam Fisher, um, but it, it didn't matter. It was
3: still well. You play it for the gameplay. It's nice if these voice actors are in it, but like you know, you'll live. Yeah, yeah. but I do like Michael Ironside.
1: Oh, I love he's him.
3: In, he's
2: in Barry this season.
1: Oh no way! That's cool. Is he? Yeah, yeah. he was oh, good and Nobody. Surprised me. <laughs> Surprised yeah. me to see him in that. He was uh he was what Odenkirk's f- played his father in that or father in law. Yeah, and he had to buy the business with those gold bars so he could like turn it into the shootout at the end. Dude, nobody's a great movie. <laughs> I loved it.
2: Nobody is fantastic. Yeah. Yes, it's great. There's I don't like, like the name. A Weird, like snake eating its own tail. Between like a lot of things I'm watching right now that yeah. weirds me out. Better Call Saul had an insanely blatant reference to Curb Your Enthusiasm this year. Really? And it weirded me out how on the nose it was. They have a meeting at a place called Mocha Joe's and they talk about a neighboring place
4: called
3: Ah, where they get lattes. Spoilers. (laughs) That's not
1: a spoiler. That's just weird. Isn't it? I would just call that weird.
4: Yeah. It's really weird.
1: I
2: was like, that's a straight up Curb reference right there.
1: Yeah, that is weird. Maybe they. I thought you were going to say they made a spite store. Uh, no, they
2: reference one though. <laughs> like absolutely spot on.
1: Wow, that's awesome. All right, Bo, you can put All your right, head. We should on.
3: probably indicate Bo can put.
1: Yeah, you can put them headset. on. We're not. Okay. We're, there's nothing being spoiled. You're fine.
3: Um, well, <clears> yes, <throat> the joke. <laughs> I want to discover it well, well, it's Well, you know,
1: maybe it does not have AMC. Yeah, well, how do you get it? What do you do for that? You have to Plex not that. Sure. Or?
3: I think it's. I wait for it to be on Netflix or something like I need that. Need some
1: Plex friends. Got to get a Plex server up there in Canada. <laughs> you
3: need Plex friends. I need
1: some Plex friends. I have a couple of Plex friends. Isn't Plex, that, friends
3: isn't I, Plex like uh, piratey Like,
1: I mean, it can be. It's not. It's a. It's a perfectly man. legal enterprise. But you know, some people, if they share their their home. Uh, library with you and it's got a bunch of stuff that you couldn't you know (laughs) that only they can give you or whatever then yeah it's a little piratey but sometimes it's just straight up like plex has shows they run they have their own original stuff on there plus you know movies and things
3: oh plex is an actual service oh yeah it's an actual streaming service yeah yeah.
1: but they but you can run your own servers and have your own internal network and player stuff digitally and whatever server and plex is cool uh, but yeah, it's there's some dubiousness to it.
2: <laughs> Somebody become Bo's Plex friend.
1: Yeah, be a Plex friend.
3: No, yeah. I've had offers. I've declined them on the basis of it's not a, I, I don't want to flirt with uh, distribution, uh, illegal distribution issues.
1: Yeah, because you know what happens. The the Canadian Mounties show up at your house and boom, you're dead.
4: Canada!
1: They'll get you every time up there in Canada. Uh, Let's talk about this. So we talked about it before a little bit briefly, but 61% of $222 billion in game revenue in 2022, $222 billion, by the way, is a lot of freaking money. Uh, 61% of that was estimated to be from mobile, according to data analysts. So that's... Uh,
2: actually lower than i would have guessed but it's still very
1: high it's still pretty freaking high like that's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of portion of that being i mean there's no wonder everybody's like oh no we gotta do mobile gotta have a plan for mobile let's do mobile and they get excited about nft crap and all of that because there's a there's there's a hook there and they're super stoked about mobile well this is why (laughs) there's a lot of money to be made and you're just leaving it on the table if you don't do it and i wouldn't be i'd seriously it would not be surprised if that marvel mmo got canned in favor of them just working on the mobile one which is probably not good but also nets them millions of dollars a minute so why would they care if you can play it on your pc or not they don't care which really depresses me i mean john's right about you know we need that money to fund everything else but so I was
3: talking about this uh yesterday on my stream. We're like, I think what might happen because everyone's got a phone. I mean, it's technically already possible, but the, the cell phones are not powerful enough yet. But at some point in the future, in the close future, there'll still be enthusiast PC gaming. But for the average person, your phone will double up as your PC. So you come home, you plug it into your dock, a keyboard, mouse, monitor, like, I mean, it basically could kind of already be that it's almost kind of silly. So then, in a scenario like that, mobile gaming ceases to be mobile gaming and is PC gaming because your phone is your PC.
2: Yeah, I don't I, think that's. I mean, unt- with Microsoft Services, you're basically a flash drive away from being able to go to your office and plug a USB yeah. stick into your TV and play Xbox games at work. Yeah. If you yeah. want it was to. It,
3: it was the Steam Dick that made me. Think of that because I'm like the steam dick. What's the difference between steam dick and a mobile phone? And it's like, well, I can play my, my steam library on it. You are saying <laughs>
1: steam dick. Yeah. I'm
3: hearing dick. And, and the steam dick. <laughs> the steam dick. Okay. Just making can, sure I was hearing can, that. Yeah. I'm just going to go. I'm just, I'm not even going to do the accent. I'm just calling it steam dick. Yeah, Call it full steam like dick. It. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. what I hear every time. So he's just, you know, I'm just leaning it. I'm just f- dropping the pretension <laughs> at this point.
2: Now everybody's just hearing what I've heard all
3: along.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So the, so the Steam Deck, it doubles up as a home <laughs> PC, right? Yeah. So why not your why not your Apple phone? Like like if they can make them a little more powerful, just juice them a little bit more. And if you need extra hard disk space, you get a hub. Like you can plug your external hard disk, mouse keyboard, monitor. Um, what else do you need? If you want additional GPU rendering, how about an external video card? Sure. Um, you know, like I, 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 I really think there's an opportunity there in the future to just aside from pc enthusiasts which is cause it's not going away what if you told grandma like you know what you don't have to own a computer anymore your phone will do all that stuff for you just plug it into this nice little cheap package of mouse keyboard monitor
1: my mom already that does that with a phone. with an ipad and a keyboard accessory she's that she's there yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah yeah so so that's for the gaming like if if because the way I was looking at it is I'm like Xbox and PlayStation have such a big task ahead of them to to get consoles in the hands of everyone. Whereas like with phones, other companies have already done it for you. Like the job of getting the consoles in front of people is done because they want a cell phone anyways and they're now powerful enough to run games. So it's like no shock that gaming is the most money-making thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yep, yeah, and it's gonna. Con- I think it's gonna continue. I think that's why you see Square Enix, all these companies, be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you guys have fun with your 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 games, your, your PC <laughs> games. Yeah, they're kind of talking
1: console games. They're basically saying the loud, lar- the loud part, the quiet part, loud, and some devs are kind of skirting around it. So in some ways, I've had a lot of thought about this this week about Square and their and their weird messaging. Part of me is annoyed by it because I know what I like, but part of me thinks they are it's weirdly refreshing that they're just kind of being honest about what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of hard to explain.
3: No, no. Um, I prefer honesty. Like I can, crit- we can still criticize it, but it's better to be honest than to say canceled the Diablo three expansion without letting people know you've canceled the Diablo three expansion. <laughs>
1: yeah. Still mad about that.
3: Freaking sucks.
1: Look, the, we're not that far from what you've described. It can already be done in a lot of ways, I think Microsoft um, in particular sees the writing on the wall and why they've invested so much in the potential of xCloud, standalone streaming devices, TVs with a built in mobile versions of stuff like they're already doing that. They're already they're already banking on that future while still facilitating the current needs. But if you're saying to me, hey, I can come home like John. Imagine this. You come home from work or whatever and you're like, I want to play. Some awesome game I love. I'm going to, and it's one I paid for. I paid 50 bucks for this game. It's not a pre-to-play game. It's not full of garbage or whatever. I take my phone. I stick it in a little tiny dock. It doesn't even have to dock. It just syncs with some monitor, mouse and keyboard or a controller. And bam, I'm playing it the way I've always played it, but I'm playing it on this device that is also charging while it's doing all of this. So I'm not losing power. I'm not wasting battery. I'm just playing this game we we really are almost there cuz the the graphical capabilities of these devices are already pretty damn amazing on the higher end of things and they're only going to get better smaller yeah. better more efficient so we are heading there my biggest complaint is as we head there what experiences will we head there with will we maintain the the breadth of experiences possible In gaming, Or will everybody feel like they have to do gotcha and have to do free-to-play and have to do a million currencies and have to do all this bullshit? Because that's where the money's rolling in from right now. Will enough momentum be there for... Because I don't care where I play it. I just want to play games that are big, well-made games uh, or small indie developed games. I don't care where they come from, but I want them to be the games I like to play, not forced into this I mean, I sound like John. I don't want to play the games. John doesn't like I'm with him on this. Yeah, I, just,
4: well, I think I,
2: one of one of two things happens and maybe both happen. One, the bubble bursts. Like if everybody invests in mobile games, if, if the well everywhere else dries up and everybody's just doing gotcha, it's not sustainable. Right. Like, that's not going to last forever. Eventually, yeah. people are going to get sick of it and they're going to go, no, thank you. We don't want it. And then the companies are going to have to figure out something else. And maybe they go back to what worked before. But I also think, like you know, companies are greedy. And if traditional gaming as we know it, what we consider AAA console-style gaming, if that goes away and dries up, then I think some company out there is going to go, Hey, I bet there's a bunch of people like Scott, like you guys, that want that experience. We're going to make that whether it's for phone or not, we're going to do it. We're going to put it out there and they do that. And then everybody goes, Oh, this is amazing. And now it's hitting that mass market. Cause it is going out to everybody who, you know, has a phone or whatever, however the system is set up yeah. and it blows up and other people go, well, they made a lot of money and got a lot of attention off of that. We want to do that too. So there might be some shifting, but I don't think it ever goes away. I think the demand is always going to be there. It's just how rough is it going to be getting to that stage?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, that's, yeah, it's the growing pains I worry about because we'll have to experience them, you know? And I guess we've always kind of had that, like trying to run yeah. your games on Windows ME was a nightmare and it sucked and you never had dump for RAM and that was a growing experience. PCs are different I now.
3: Go- I don't think it goes anywhere.
1: Yeah, well, I hope not.
3: Uh, slots haven't gone anywhere.
1: No, but that's because...
3: God's taking slots are still popular taking
1: Yeah, but taking advantage of people's tendency towards like, gambling is what's not gone anywhere.
3: <laughs> but that's what the gotcha that's what gotcha does. It's the same it's the same. It doesn't go anywhere. Like there's always gonna be a market for it now that it now that we've like pierced that bubble. Like that's that would be my fear. Is I don't think it's a passing trend. I think it's
1: Oh that stuff, yeah, for trend. sure. I guess what I'm saying is will the other stuff remain? And that's what I that's where I'm a little less sure.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I think I, so. There'll always be in like the the trend is the small company becomes big company, big company gets shareholders, shareholders want profits, big company goes, Well, we need to go where the money is, and no longer services what it originally set out to do. I mean you see it sort of happening with all these it's the paradigm for all these companies. Eventually, all game companies turn into gotcha game companies, essentially. Mm. Um, the, yeah, but
2: I, way. I think
3: here's where I disagree because I, I think it can certainly
2: grow, and I think it will grow, but it is a Venn diagram. There is not there are people that will play mobile games only, gotcha style games. There are people that will play. Only AAA, like traditional game experiences. And then there's people in the middle that do both. And who's to say, you know, we we will find out. I think the market is going to eventually show how off balance those circles are. But at the end of the day, there is going to be someone that realizes there is an audience not being served That there is a circle over there of people that want more traditional style video games and there's money to be made there and they will make them. Does that mean we could live in a world where no game ever looks better than Cyberpunk 2077? Sure, that could potentially happen because they don't have the budget to afford it. But someone will always move in to make games for those people. It might be less games. It might be less quality. Well, it could be a lot of things. Mm.
3: But they're, they're, let's not talk like they're not making them now, because they are, right? Like, yeah. Sixty one percent. There's still forty uh oh, oh shit. Thirty-nine <laughs> percent. There's still thirty-nine percent of <laughs> There's still 39% of non, which is, we're talking 61% of $225 billion, So there's still, you know, $80 of revenue in 2022 for AAA games. It's not as if they're not making the games. Yeah. I'm just saying, gotcha style games are here to stay forever.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. It's not a trend. They're here to stay forever. I mean, now that we've pierced that bubble and we're at that scale, unless there's like a better way to, I just don't see how there's a better way to sell an update, a director's cut a patch for 13 like that's that's you know if you can get away with selling that and cosmetics and randomized loot boxes i mean i just don't see why anyone goes away unless they're forced
2: to yeah there is no better way until either somebody tells them they're not allowed to do it or until unanimously enough people decide they won't participate in it to me that one's i I don't think that one's gonna happen i think it's more likely that somebody would step in and go hey you guys can't do
3: this Every, game, like every game finds its whales and a listener emailed because I was working on the name for those kinds of games. And he suggested, how about a trap, like a whale trap, whale trap. Cause they're trying to trap the whale it right? come into our lovely nightclub.
4: Mm. Uh,
3: oh, Oh, you have lots of money. Well, we have a VIP section, uh, free beer on the house. Uh, here's people to socialize with. And then, you know,
1: that's hotel, California, back, dude. That's hotel, California. You can check yeah. anytime you like, but you can never leave. That's what you've described.
3: Yeah. And then yeah. these pi- these people are like, you know, I really don't want to mess around with just buying $2. Let me just drop two grand and get everything this game has to offer and lord it over other people and blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah.
1: Ugh. yeah. I hate all that, but yes. <laughs> so, okay. Just a tack on to this uh, TikTok's testing uh, game functionality and they're going to roll out some stuff in Vietnam and you'll be able to play games right on your freaking TikTok app. As part of the TikTok experience, my guess is these will be, you know, probably written in HTML5, which is powerful and cool, actually. So it's not it's not a ding, but uh, you'll end up playing, you know, uh, here's my guess. They're going to call it TikTok Arcade. It'll be a tab. You'll click in there and there'll be like a Pac-Man like game or maybe they'll license things. I don't know, but there'll be games like that. You're going to play a bunch (laughs) of 2D looking whatever. There might be some gotchas or something. That's what I think TikTok's up to.
3: Well, I, uh, I, can't, there.
2: I can't comment on this because I, I went to download TikTok just to find out what it was. And two young kids saw me coming and they just went, no, <laughs> and I, turned really? around, I turned around and went back. I use yeah. TikTok
3: all the time. And um, we know you, you post a lot yeah, of TikTok. Yeah,
2: I get plenty of Shrek memes. I know you use TikTok, Scott. <laughs>
1: yeah, I see I a
2: Shrek video just about every week.
1: <laughs> I do a lot of TikTok uh, uh, viewing, and I find a lot of really weird stuff. I like a lot of art stuff on there. I like the algorithm. I like the way it works. I think it's it's a social network that doesn't make me feel, I'm, feel like I'm doom scrolling, which is partly why I like it. Um, where everything else is just depressing and shitty this thing is just like hey here's a guy who made something out of clay that's weird oh, this is a guy who figured out how to bungee off of a airplane nose while flying over the grand canyon that's insane like it's just content that's not constantly in my face about politics or shootings or all the other bullshit going on in the world it's just like here's somebody oh, made something.
3: something's bad
1: yeah and i really like YouTube? it for that will i play YouTube, games I on there?
3: like why is this movie bad why is this video game bad well why is this person's hairpiece bad
1: i'm sure some of that exists but the way the algorithm works it only gives you what you like so if you see something you don't you flick it and then it never comes back and you it's it's
2: that's very good at been that. my policy in life and it's worked good for me so far if i see something i don't like i flick it and hope open
3: nothing wrong with me. that that's that's totally yeah. fine. That's, that's that's my booger policy
1: yeah and pike <laughs> pike b in the chat is absolutely right my t- my tiktok feed my public feed will look a lot different than somebody else's and normally i don't trust algorithms but this is a case where this algorithm is actually only i've got it now i don't know you know i didn't do it, in it uh, uh it's inadvertent but i i've trained it to Give me what I want, yeah, and that's all I get. I'm
2: sure it's fine. I'm making a joke mostly because let me tell you, I I, my stepdaughter likes TikTok a lot, and her algorithm will just say is not the algorithm I would be interested in. Oh, not so. My exposure to TikTok is you sending me Shrek,
4: yeah,
2: and what she shows me, which is a lot of very trendy, weird songs occasionally me feeling super old because she's like, listen to this. And it's like something I listened to as a kid. And she's like, it's so old. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, this isn't good. None of this is good for me.
1: Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And, and, and I would never like, or like even just starting to use it. It doesn't know what you like yet. And so it's just going to give you what's big. And some of what's big is stupid as shit. And who cares? So you're going to oh, get no, flooded with like. that. So you got to start flicking. And before you know it, boom, it's all, You know, I watched a guy take a take a tiny. uh, I guess it was just a a GoPro camera, and he put it on a little remote control car, and he drove it down a pipe that he found in his backyard. He'd never known where this pipe went. There was no water coming out of it, so he filmed driving this little remote control car with a light and a GoPro as far as it would let him go, and it ended up pooping out on the other side of town. And it was just a really great three or four part weird thing and I really enjoy, <laughs> enjoyed it because it was kind of, you know, this strange exploration of, of a city through a pipe and I, those are the kind of things I get on there. Will I jump over to a tab and play games on there? I, I'd probably not. I don't go there for video games but somebody's going to probably. They'll probably do real well.
3: So Netflix has video games now? Yeah. yeah.
1: You don't play them through their <laughs> app though. You You download them to your phone <laughs> via the app so so you're kind of in their app and you're like oh this stranger things game looks fun and you hit that and then goes to the store and brings down the app so you're
3: you're not playing the the, age old like what about this walled garden (laughs) (laughs)
4: like
3: like why am i in your walled garden i already have one why do i need to be in double walled garden
1: oh yeah no there's a lot of that i mean they bought the oxen free dev team um to make who knows what like i'm not really sure what netflix's end game is but they they've got stuff going on over there
3: the plan of a crash. I, I think
2: they're doing a, a version of exploding kittens right or something like that
1: yes uh, that's what i saw i think so there's yes there's some kind of game being mobile game based on exploding kittens happening which if you ask any of my board game friends tabletop friends they all hate that game so i don't know I don't know who that game's oh, for. So
2: they're trying I, to really get in the good graces of people who like board games. Yeah. It's well, weird.
3: it's a game for casuals. Like, no. th- there are board game enthusiasts, mm-hmm. right? But we stumbled
4: that we, we know on the a mobile of, game
2: version of board games.
3: No, I mean, what literally Scrabble. Like, if I'm going to sit down with my family and play a game, and I'm like, I got this sweet game. It's called Tal... Uh, well, they actually don't mind Talisman, so they struggle with it. But like, Battlestar Galactica, can I get a game going with them? No. After page two of rules, everyone's like, <laughs> "They need, they need Monopoly, they need Scrabble, they need Exploding Kittens." But like, if you're a board game enthusiast, the last thing you want to play is the Milton uh, Brothers or Milton Bradley uh, <laughs> level games.
4: <The> <laughs> Milton <laughs> Brothers,
3: you know, like I, I, I didn't become a board game enthusiast just to play Scrabble or Trouble. Right. Imagine being like, "Let's all sit down on Saturday and play some Trouble." Like, you know, like you were like, "Who would want to do that?" It's like there are families out there who want to do that. They don't. They don't. They don't share your enthusiasm for uh, complex board games and prefer Trouble to uh, Gloomhaven. (laughs) Yeah. A a mountain, a poor tree died for your endless cardboard cutouts and uh, rules.
1: Yeah, it's like one tree per per version or per game. Yeah.
3: There is a mobile version gaming They just haven't monetized it yet for more games. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> PC game's pretty good though. That Gloomhaven game. I like it.
3: Gloomhaven's a great game. Like yeah. we like Gloomhaven. We just we forget about uh, I hate using the word the normies. I, I need a better word than normies. But I know the, what you the mean. Regular yeah, the,
1: regular, the regular folk. Uh, the regular uh um
3: is there we, any way not you, everyone got their geek passport punched with, <laughs> during the geek revolution of the 2000s. No, and uh, they're still out there.
1: Yeah, for some of us, we we had our we had we had our explosion in the early 90s, and it never stopped. Yeah. Well, anyway, good luck, all you exploding kittens fans out there. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, final thing <laughs> as this is some good news. I think first game dev union exists uh, with the Game Workers Alliance at Raven Software. And Microsoft say they will recognize the union as the Activision purchase goes through. This is um, a first for, at least for Activision Blizzard. And um, at the same time, Activision Blizzard is being sued again by multiple parties for obstructing um, uh, unionization stuff, like, like, like threatening to do certain things or whatever. So that's all still going on. There's still being kind of giant dicks about it. But we have an actual... An actual, you know, union happening. And I think it's good, especially in that company. And I think it's cool that Microsoft will recognize it. Uh, you know, we'll see how they do in the long run. But some good news coming out of there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Raven, the people that brought us uh, Hexen and Hexen 2. or no, <laughs> uh, Heretic. Wait, Heretic? Hexen? Whatever it was. They
2: uh, made Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast. They're all right by me.
1: They're they're great. I like Raven. They made a, what was the shooter modern shooter game where you could actually blow people's legs and arms off and stuff. It was oh, really controversial. Was Soldier, Soldier of Fortune? Soldier of Fortune 2 yeah. in particular, right? I think it was yeah, Soldier of Fortune 2. Yeah,
2: 2 was pretty bad. Well, you, one you could do it as well, but it was also so old it was, you know, it just looked stupid. Bad.
1: But yeah, this thing looked really realistic at the time. Oh. And people were, you know, oh, I can't believe we're, it was video games. Oh, and they freaked out about it. I remember, I remember that. But anyway, Raven Software. Voyager,
3: a- Elite Force as well. Oh,
1: yeah. That's a good game.
3: Yeah. All those I are good. Imagine an actual Star Trek first-person shooter. That was good. Yeah. I did like that. Uh, was that the one set in uh, Voyager? Set
4: in- yeah, yeah, yeah. and, the,
0: and
2: the, you was, could just explore Voyager if you wanted. Yeah, like, there was a whole part of the game where they were just like, Yeah, just go explore the ship. We played the
1: hell want. out of that multiplayer on a land back in the day. Um, the company I worked at, and we just oh my gosh, we played that till our eyes bled and we loved it. Some of those gun, guns were so much fun, and you look like a little Tuvok running around. <laughs> it was great, the game was great. All right, that's it for your uh, for your big news. Hey, how about we take a moment here and listen to a, an old uh, letter that was sent into GamePro, issue 210 of March of 2006. Well, that's jumping a little bit, but John. You yeah. were like 93 yeah. last time or something.
2: Uh, yeah, my, my wife picked this one out because uh, she said it had Sonic on it, yeah. and uh, she said Sonic's been in the news a lot. So uh, we went with this one and I thought, man, this is from the 360 era. Like right when the 360 was coming out, are the letters going to be relevant or entertaining at all? And uh, I got two of them and you can be the judge on if it still applies this sort of letter in uh, our current society.
1: Here goes. Let's see what happens.
2: My dearest Martha, I was watching G4 TV Xbox 360 Countdown. And it was pretty good. The only thing I could not stand was seeing celebrities getting Xboxes that could have been sold to the general public. I mean, is Paris Hilton ever going to play that 360? The kicker of the whole celebrity party was when she was asked, Battlefront or Perfect Dark? She just gave a confused sort of look to the camera and didn't answer. I guess my point is that rich celebrities who can afford a 360 and yet would never buy one should not get one for free. Celebrities should stay where they belong, in <laughs> Beverly Hills drinking lemonade champagne. <laughs> Yours in this life and the next,
1: Clown Master. Wait a minute.
3: Is there, Clown Master? Is that what they
1: do? They, it's lemonade... <laughs> It's all celebrities. That's right. every celebrity, they you know, stay
3: in their hills.
1: All right. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> staying
3: in your hills.
1: Do we have an answer from Martha for this one?
2: No, but I do have a second letter. Unfortunately, Martha didn't feel like responding
1: to anybody ah, this week. That's a, so, unfortunate. Uh, that's okay though. All right. Well,
3: here's number, <laughs> here's
1: number two.
2: My dearest Martha. Hello. Game pro. I'm a grown-up gamer, 38 years old. I make decent cash, <laughs> enough to buy my Xbox 360 and all the trimmings. Billy and his boys brought the turkey for Thanksgiving, but most of us just got the wishbone. Is this Willy Economics, or just a cruel game in the richest man in the world plays on lowly gamer geeks like us? I was one of the unfortunate ones who tried to camp out to get a 360. My local 24-hour Kmart chose to use a raffle system to contain 200 crazed Xbox addicts looking for the next best fix at midnight. With only 25 consoles, people were a little on edge. I waited with the anticipation of a kid at homecoming, waiting for some girl to ask him to dance. Well... As in high school, I was left there standing with only chapstick on my lips. (laughs) The Green Grinch with glasses didn't put a 360 under my tree either. I guess I'll just try eBay. Yes, I know I'm stupid. But I'm the same idiot who decided to renew his GamePro over his Playboy. Sorry, Hef. Yours in this life and the next... (laughs) Paul
3: M. Wow! They published that mail. Paul well, must have gotten a lot of mail that month. No
1: kidding. I think the writing was on the wall at that point. We were about to end. we were about to see the the rapid demise of Game Magazine writing in you know significance whatever. Two thousand six. We were kind of getting past it.
3: So I think they only included it because he said he would sub to Game Pro over Playboy. That's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. You probably now, know I assume and That's he's back the on
2: only board. reason I read his email. That and it was like indecipherably complex for an I, email about I couldn't get a 360. Yeah. I
3: assume he's back on the Playboy since Kipro pro set defunct. Yeah. Like in 2022 today he's out there that guy somewhere and he's got his Playboy. He's somewhere he's like, somewhere. Oh, he's like, he's like 40, up. I'm back on Playboy. He would
1: have been 40 in 20 or no, I'm sorry, 48 in 2016 if he was 38 in, in 2006. So that dude's what is he now? 2016 to now would be my brain doesn't work. I can't think of it. Well, how old would he be? Brain. Anyway. I don't
2: know, I'm just letting uh, you all do the math. Today. He'd be 50
1: something and and so probably playboy now. Or maybe he's still trying to get a PS3 and he'd write the same letter. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Still searching for an Xbox. Still looking,
1: searching. yeah. Still feels like the guy with nothing but chapstick right. on his lips. That was a weird
3: i got a AF- afk brb for- oh brian's or tom,
1: brian tom why can't i say names
4: Bo,
2: everybody everybody on the show real quick bo's, bo's leaving a he's taking a break everybody get on the show
1: yeah everyone get on the show bo's peeing we'll be right back don't go anywhere you let us know. grow as people as we come back to the show now hi everybody we're back um let's uh let's dive into uh this week in gaming okay what we played <laughs> Scott played Shipbreaker. It's out of early access. It's also on Game Pass. Happened on Tuesday and after a little bit of weirdness in the morning where it disappeared from Steam altogether, wasn't even in my library. <laughs> um and then came back and they knew oh, about no. it. They they worked it out whatever was going on, something Valve did. Anyway, it uh it's great. It's out of early access. That means no more resets. All my progression is happening and I'm loving it. I just hit level 8 today. Um, disassembling ships and loving every second of it. I think the story is actually better than I thought it was going to be. Maybe partly because they replaced all the, the holder audio. They had just like office people or devs do audio bits in the early access version of the game. And it was fine, but it was clearly amateur and not, you know, professional. Um, They replaced all of that at launch with uh, its final patch and they're all real voice actors now. And they all sound great, and that's really helped the uh, the story stick with me a little bit more. But the important part of that game, which is, you know, ripping ships ships apart and not having things explode on you and make as much money as you can and throw giant chunks of stuff into into incinerators and floating in outer space and all that. That's all there. It's great. I love that game. This is not a shock to anyone. Shipbreaker is finally a legitimate out of early access game, and it's great. I love it. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2, played a bunch more of that. Um, uh, That game continues to surprise me with weird stuff. Like, I thought I'd kind of seen all you needed to see and then I ran into this girl who said, you know, I can lock some of these portals so they're always there for you. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, it only costs you like 1,200 gold, but if you do that, this portal to this zone that you normally have to hunt around and find, we'll just make it available to you immediately. So if you want to skip everything else and just come straight here now, you can do that. Hmm. So that's a it was a very cool little moment and a little bit of a story bit. And uh, so I'm seeing biomes I've never seen before in a way that I didn't expect to. I got some I got a a, a rune that lets me oh geez, but I forgot what it let me do something something real good. Um, <laughs> I can't remember, but it's the thing that lets me go to places kind of, kind of very Castlevania like, like oh, now I can go a place I couldn't go before. Thing happened, and um, it's great. I love that game.
3: Okay, like it unlocks places where you can't, yeah. previously access,
1: couldn't them. usually get. And Rogue Legacy Two is so good. Gosh dang, those guys talk about getting it right for your, for your sequel. These guys really knocked it out of the park for me. Also, a bunch more House Flipper, uh, the DLC with the pets and the whatnot there. Uh, just got all wrapped up into that and playing that again because that game's great, but we've talked about it enough so you don't have to hear it. So, again, that's Shipbreaker, Rogue Legacy 2, and House Flipper. And finally, this Thank week, I, I wanted to tell John about a Square Enix game that I played.
2: What? Yep. You finally decided to play Final Fantasy fourteen, the hit MMO, sweeping the world.
1: Nope that's not the one no. give it another guess what do you think it was if you had to guess
2: uh final fantasy 6 you nope. talked about
1: playing that i did buy it but i didn't play i haven't played it yet um, i own okay. it not um, it i'll tell you it's not final fantasy at all i can tell you that okay uh one of the tomb raider games nope none of those you none of the western tomb games raider. Nope. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: some <laughs> sort of shitty mobile
4: game <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no it is uh it's on steam i'm sure it's in other places but the version i'm playing is on steam i got it on sale i'll give you a hint um steam had a a racing game sale and there's been a game i've been wanting to try out for a while that square enix makes does that help you no. they
2: made a racing game they no guess <laughs> i look right over the top of racing games apparently
1: apparently um yeah. i'll tell you you're never gonna get it it's a game called no. circuit superstars
2: no, definitely didn't. Those are words <laughs> I don't recognize together.
1: Circuit Superstars. This is a game from Square Enix as the publisher. And it was a game I noticed a long time ago when it, and they actually did an early access run for it. I didn't play it then, but I remember it just kind of jumping out at me because it's kind of chibi looking drivers and big, you know, bubbly cars, but it's kind of top down. And what everybody at the time was saying about it was these races are like, kind of realistic like like it's not cartoon racing it looks cartoony but the actual racing has got some skill to it and some you know some real nuance and easy to get into, hard to master kind of stuff a lot of physics and drifting and and stuff and different kinds of races, off road, street, all this sort of thing. And you do these big Grand Prix thing or Grand Prix. Grand Prix, <laughs> Grand Prix.
2: <laughs> Tell me more Grand, about the Grand Prix. The Grand I've never Pricks. been yeah, into it racing until just this moment, and suddenly I'm compelled.
1: <laughs> it was my favorite uh, my favorite <laughs> casino in Vegas, the Grand Prix. Anyway, uh, it's what Bo it's, calls his uh, steam dick. <laughs>
3: It's uh I like to play the Grand Prix on my Steam on Deck. On your Steam Deck, yeah.
1: Oh, I saw somebody made a video today of a Steam Deck playing on a Steam Deck, which sounds crazy, but basically he was using the Steam Deck to play on, but was routing everything to another Steam Deck. I don't know, I don't know what it was. i have to find it. It's really weird. I'll find it and put it in our Slack later. But yeah, definitely, definitely that sounds weird. Really inception-y.
3: <laughs> anyway, uh so this game, what's it called? Circus Circus <laughs> <laughs> Well, circuit hey, you made, superstars you made me forget it circuit circuit, circuit superstars
1: yeah circuit superstars uh oh, this looks sweet dude. it is
3: it's really good it's
1: graphically really nice again top down it reminds me of the kind of old yeah, school but, racing games where there you
3: know, used to be one i can't remember if it was atari or even on nintendo it, you know grand prix on atari maybe yeah. just top down and you'd circle around like
4: yeah it's, oh, this uh, looks
3: cool
1: it's, it's pretty good um it's if you like just sort of pure racing like like let's just go and race um oh you know what it reminds me of a little bit is micro machines yeah yeah yeah
4: except it's a lot more
1: the the racing is way more serious like they're not trying to make it seem you're not you know racing in in backyards or somebody's living room or any of that stuff like you're legit racing on tracks and and those tracks are you know, tricky and your, the way your car drives is you got to get kind of used to it and tap the brake just barely when you're doing this turn and keep, keep control over your, over your drifts and don't go too far into the fence and you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they have time trials and they have like full blown races with other, with other uh, AI controlled players. There's a multiplayer mode as well. Um, I haven't tried that yet, but it's, you can have online races anyway. It's a very weird thing for square to even have, and I really like it. And it was cheap. It was like 12 bucks. So I picked it up. And I quite like it. So kind of a yeah, Zen mode cool. racing game. I liked it a lot. Had a lot of fun
3: with I, it. I wish listed it. It looks interesting, actually. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. Cool it's pretty pretty good. Um, all right, John. Mm, but while we're on racing, though, yeah. before you move on, there's a game I recommend. Not that I've played it, but it came to my attention as a fellow quest owner. Mm. A game called Omega Pilot, which is VR Wipeout. Ooh, that's how it's built. I haven't tried it yet, so I can't talk about it, but I did wish list it because it does look interesting.
4: I wanna see this. Um, Let's go
3: just take a look on it. It's on Steam. It's like an early access game, but it definitely has these you're a floating vehicle, it's very three roller coastery, three sixty. It just looks kinda sweet, honestly. It
1: reminds me of Red Out, um, which is yeah. also like a wipeout thing, but I don't know if that's VR or not. Um but this looks cool. Let's see. I'm a huge wipeout fan. Like gigantic fan. I used to love it. I still listen to the music now, like all the time. I'll play playlists and wipe out music. Um, Oh yeah. Look at this. You're in the cockpit.
3: Yeah. Uh, you're in the cockpit oh, and you know, it's like man. there's sort of, you're bordered inside of the race, but then you can go, when you turn, you, you can tilt, right? Like f- the full way. So it's like, got trippy areas of track and stuff like that It just looks really neat and you know when you're in vr like maybe you're watching the, the video and you're like i don't know but then when you're in vr you're like whoa the sense of motion is really enveloping yeah i really like squadrons for that uh, star wars squadrons so this just looks i know you're a big wipeout fan so this looks about as, as wipeout as you can get in vr right now yeah so definitely this, this i wish listed this i just thought you should know I have about to check it, it
1: out it's on steam as well or where is this
3: just I, I see it on Steam, yeah. It's oh, on access okay. on Steam. Yeah. All
1: right. That's awesome. I yeah, love that. I've, I'm all about more wipeout. I wish Sony would do something new. Love love wipeout. Um all right. What else? Uh that's it for me. John, uh you didn't play a lot this week, but
2: no i really didn't uh i didn't have time to play much of anything so what did you uh, I don't... stream
3: I saw you stream this week
2: yeah i it? did so i i didn't really play anything new and i don't have too much to say about the things i did but really quick i did i have continued streaming uh um, my playthrough of final fantasy 7 yeah um that continues to be really good again especially with mods uh has where are really, you at uh, i just got to i think i'm making my way to the gold saucer uh, the save place I was in literally said Gold Saucer Area, so I did Costa del Sol and then went through a mountain, and now uh, I'm, I'm heading that way. And uh, it's good. I, I really, really like that game a lot. Um, like I said, I highly recommend the mods. I've had a couple people reach out and ask what mods I'm using. Um, if you If you look up any of the VODs on YouTube, I do list them in my YouTube VOD. So uh, just look for craftless rogue on YouTube. You can find them there. Uh, yeah. If you are curious and want to give them a try, but uh, yeah, that game I don't have anything new to say. It's just, it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. It's definitely after the pixel remasters, it's been a, uh, an odd change of pace that has definitely taken some getting used to, um, because I can't speed up battles. Uh, I think the encounter rate of Final Fantasy VII is a little high in a bad way, and uh, I don't I don't particularly like it. But uh, overall, I think the game is very very good. Um, and then I also played last night a little bit of Vampire Survivors, which got a new patch. And uh, hmm. the thing I really like about this patch is usually when they do a new patch, you can get a pretty good idea of what they've added to it. You go to the unlocks, you scroll down, you look for what's missing, you do the things they tell you to do, and you're golden. This one adds in uh, some more mysterious things, where like there's weird stuff that might happen on particular stages, depending on what you've picked up. There's... You know, you can get items that show you new things on the map that maybe you didn't know were there before. Uh, There's actually new items that are hidden in the game, not listed as unlocks, that are basically pickups designed to make you uh, into a Reaper killer if you want to kill the Grim Reaper and unlock that character. Um, So there's some really cool things, like, tucked away in this one that aren't as forward-facing as a lot of their other updates have been, where it's just been, we added a dog. And the dog com- <laughs> the dog comes with a new weapon like you know it's not as straightforward as that and it's been it's been pretty fun and it definitely alludes to some more mysterious like behind the scenes things that are happening uh, in the game so I- I've gotten some cool new items there's new characters to unlock that are you know again very secret characters depending on what you get. So, I actually think it's a really, really cool update, despite on the surface looking like kind of a generic one that just added a new bonus stage. I, I think there's actually a lot of really neat stuff in there. Um, so, quick, that's quick note on, on that game Pass.
1: Uh, fi- uh, the Game Pass version of the game. I've been okay, so I didn't tell you this, but last week I decided this would be a good opportunity to see what the update cadence is on Steam versus something like Game Pass now that it's on Game Pass because there are yeah. there are a few early access they call them preview versions but early access versions on Game Pass of various games and I I was never sure if updates were day and date on everything and sure enough they're both getting them at the same time and on, on that yeah. game I don't I can't speak to all games but Vampire wow. Slayers is, is getting a or slayer is getting an update the minute it hits steam it's also on game pass so that's good
2: yeah i think there are a few games uh that will let you do beta updates on steam and game pass as far as i know does not allow you to opt into any sort of beta updates so i don't think you get that but i do think overall they're updated roughly at the same time for official updates yeah so uh yeah, it's really it's really good. I've, I feel like I've said all there is to say about that game, but you know, it is a game that I keep checking in with as soon as they add new content because I do look for new excuses to go in and and try old stages. I am really excited though, that one of the new achievements that they put into a game, kind of going back to this idea of like what makes a good achievement, what makes a bad achievement. Uh, One of the new things they put in there was you had to survive uh, 30 to 31 minutes on the fourth stage. And the thing that's tricky about that is whereas most stages, when you hit the 30-minute mark, they send in the Grim Reaper and he kills you.
4: Yeah,
2: There are ways to get around the Grim Reaper killing you. You can either try and kill him or you can try and survive him. And you just have to make it an extra minute. On that last stage, however... Not only do you have to deal with the Grim Reaper, but they also detonate a bunch of traps under your character that explode at the same time as the Grim Reaper coming after you. And so it was a very fun puzzle to try and solve this okay, how do I survive in this case? Because it's not enough to just cheese the Grim Reaper and kill him or find a glitch spot where, you know, I can utilize a character's ability and and not level up through, you know, most of the 30 minutes and then have a weak grim reaper come out at me um there was really a lot of effort i had to put into it and i think they actually intend you to use the reaper killing items to do this but i found an alternative way to do it and i felt very rewarded and very excited that i found a way to do this and uh that was a that was a fun puzzle to figure out so Hmm. i love those layers that they're putting in on this game and just continuing to have a blast with it
1: that's great
4: uh
2: Oh, they also put a new thing to spend money on, which is good because I did find it ironic that they put in an upgrade that gets you a lot more gold at a time where everybody had purchased all the upgrades so now there are oh. other things you can spend money on in the game, which is uh in game
1: money in
2: game money not yeah, yeah. real money uh but your gold that you earn because right. you know they had a an upgrade tree. That eventually you max out and then your gold is just going to accumulate, you aren't going to spend it on anything. So now they have a shopkeeper that basically you can unlock the ability for him to appear in stages and he will sell you the rare like not likely to appear weapons if you want to do a build around like cherry bombs or the bone or the minecart. Gotcha. Um, he gives you a way to buy that using your gold. If you want to do a build around it without having to rely on RNG.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, good. That game. I don't know. Such a weird, such a weird game, <laughs> such a weird, like uh viral, tiny, ugly game. You know, I love <laughs> it, it is. though. I love the games good. can do this. Yeah. It's, it's really, really things. good. Uh, Bo Starcraft. You uh, played Starcraft. What's that about? What's going on there?
3: Well, um, I wasn't sure what to play. Yeah. yeah. I have all these games I could be playing, but I just didn't feel like any. You know when you're just like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Definitely know so that So, on a lark, I was playing lots of Heroes of the Storm the past week. And so, on a lark, I was like, Co-Op Commanders was fun. It's been a long time since I've played it. Let me just play a round or two. And then it's turned into like an obsession over the past week. Who
1: are you playing? Who are you co-oping with?
3: Or are you? Just randos. There's amazingly, and never wait more than 20 seconds for a game, like, hmm. there's, the the queue is, there's always someone willing to co-op with you. I played a bit with a few stream, like, pe- viewers as well, but Tweep and The Path, uh, the people in my Twitch chat who joined me, so it's just pretty easy for them, but for the most part, it's randos, huh. and, um, it struck so... I mentioned last week, it's like, yeah, all these games are great, but I like games that I can be good at. And part of the appeal to playing StarCraft is, like, I don't really want to go through the campaign, and I don't feel like doing PvP, because I definitely get owned. It's just too stressful. I'm just not, it's just not my jam, but I I appreciate watching it. Co-op Commanders lets me, like, practice my build order, and making decisions, and doing all that. You know, like, every match. It's fun. And now they have um, talents. So you have to prestige your character, get them to 15, then reset them back to level one and grind them back up to 15. And you get a modification on the way you play. Like for Rainer, the first talent um, is you get double health for biological units, but there's a disadvantage too. They cost 30% more, something like that. So, yeah, so there's ways to modify your gameplay experience by leveling them up again. And, uh, so I did that with Rainer and then I was like, Hmm, let me ch- try playing zero tool. Cause he's a, he's considered to be a higher tier commander. And then I can do, they now have, um, mythic levels for the game, you know, a uh, mythic plus and, um, wow. Mm. So they have brutal levels where you can go up to like brutal plus 10 or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to start cranking up difficulty. Maybe I play with a good hero, not with a crappy one. And so I've been playing, I've been learning Zero Tool. And he, each commander has their own way of working and their own modifications and tricks you learn with them. And uh, it's just, I keep being like, I want to play another one. I just wish there was, there's already a lot of levels, but I wish there were more levels. Like I'm playing Dead and Night, like it's 2002 <laughs> or whatever year that game came out, 2006. Like that level's still in there from original Wings of Liberty campaign and the co-op commander. 10, 2010, uh, but yeah. Twenty ten? Okay, yeah. so twelve year old Matt. Yeah. Um but the game is fun and you're playing with someone and the person you play with people you play with usually know what they're doing. Um and yeah, it's great. Like I just it's one of my favorite game things to do. <laughs> like co op commanders is awesome. Um so yeah, I've been playing a ton of that. That's great happy to play with either one of you if you want to get in there and do some co-op commanders um, I do love uh, co-op commanders
2: Scott you got to try it it is better is better than anything else that's in Starcraft
1: I I have no doubt I have just I've gotten so burned out on RTSs that I that's what holds me back but I don't know I should play with you guys because that'd be fun no, to but play it's
3: Starcraft you, you can play as Rainer and get your space do a marine ball and it's fun yeah you know? so it's, all it's right. a good time nice. I, I enjoy it nice what's so cat- I have all these modern games all this stuff Big new rig and all i'm <laughs> doing is playing starcraft co-op commanders because it's fun yeah well look
1: make. you're playing it better than that than you ever could have before and so there's something it's there true. I guess.
3: yeah i was able to stream it and i'm able to watch other things well I... that's uh, the other thing too is some games a lot of games are demanding on your attention and sometimes what i like about esports games in particular is you can throw in a podcast you know, I'm like, I don't have to hear the voice lines. I don't got to pay attention to narrative and miss something. Right. Sound cues. Like, I know what's going on, so I can watch some TV or some YouTube, listen to a podcast, and play the game. And that's, like, a, a relaxing evening for me. So
1: I do so, a Shipbreaker, same thing. I watch yeah. uh, old episodes of, like, Fall Guy while I play Shipbreaker.
3: <laughs> yeah, there are games that are really just good for that <laughs> that multitasking mode, and they are games that aren't. So I don't want to play Solasta, because I want to... Be involved when I play Solasta, or you know, if I'm going to play Death Stranding, I can't like watch TV while I'm playing Death Stranding. You know? No, well, the I'm assuming touched. you can, yeah. but I I'm not at first when you're learning. Like maybe eventually you're like, okay, I'm walking across tundra again.
1: Yeah. Maybe the maybe okay. the director's cut has got a little TV off to the side of your of your gear where uh, Hideo Kojima tells tells you stories, reads you little kid bedtime stories while you yeah.
3: while you do it. Maybe one of these days they'll have a game where you can turn on the character will turn on YouTube while you're shooting guys. Like on one hand you'll have YouTube <laughs> and you know, you <laughs> that's your great core on your YouTube <laughs> handheld, and then you're shooting in the other one, just all in on one screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's combine these things, you guys. guys uh, going. Into it. Yep.
3: The the other the other thing uh, I played though, which is new, mm. is it's a it's a it's a mobile game. Welcome to the future, where mobile gaming is PC gaming. <laughs> um, yeah, is a, is a game called Catalyst Black. Catalyst uh, Black. Did I hear that right? Catalyst Black. Now okay. the reason this the way this came to my attention is uh, Lashes tweeted out that this game was released, and congratulations to her uh, significant other uh, Kyle and, and Kevin Johnson. Kyle Dates and Kevin Johnson
4: oh, on the yeah. release
3: of this game. And I was like, oh, I really like Kyle. Uh, we met during the Heroes 2.0 thing, and we talked over BlizzCon a couple times. He's a really nice guy. He was a d- d- hero designer for Heroes of the Storm. so That's how we know him. So he's not a Blizzard anymore. Uh, he's working for Super Evil Corp." Yeah. And they're making a mobile game. (laughs) It's a great great company name. Yeah. And Kevin Johnson was like the face of, you know, hi, I'm here to announce your game. Like, oh, he's the the voice right.
1: The voice guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So those guys are at Super Evil Mega Corp, and this is the product they released. I'm assuming it's a small team. Um, so I was like, Oh, I'm gonna give that a spin. Congrats on the release, you know. And uh, it's a five so there's a lot of different game modes, but essentially it's a twin stick shooter, MOBA. So instead of having fantasy characters with abilities, you control with the left stick, you shoot with the right stick, Holy and you can, trans- you can catalyze into a giant super creature periodically. And you got all these guns. You got uh, shooting guns, sniper rifles, flamethrowers, blah, blah, blah. blah like, and it's just kind of fun. It's casual, but it plays really well. And I actually really enjoy it. And the matches are like three minutes, you know, three to five. Like it's very quick. It has PVE modes. Um it's a great game and I want to give them a little bump because they were great on the Heroes team just and, looks and, awesome and it's a, it's a great mobile it's a good mobile game I'm like I, I I lost some sleep over this thing I had a hard time putting the phone down I you know what you had game. me at
1: you had me at dual stick I'm
3: a huge yeah, fan yeah, of that, that kind of gameplay sticky, like right stick you point in the direction you want to shoot it shoots and then the other stick you move around that's I love sort of that. the basis of it big fan of that Um the one thing I will say is as a criticism it is still a gotcha game I don't have all the guns yeah. I got to earn free loot boxes to get guns or to get duplicates to level up the guns. It's like Genshin Impact to the nines. Yeah. I don't like it, but uh, so I'm just I'm starting to like just tap out where I'm like I'm never going to like have anything nice to say about a video game ever again even though I like it. But the stuff under the hood, uh, the actual game itself, I can focus on and say it's quite a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah,
1: I'm downloading know. this now. I'm going to try it on the on the Backbone cuz where I have actual sticks. You know? Oh,
3: you might own everyone on the Backbone. Yeah, Damn.
1: that's the goal. Yeah. Um, okay.
3: No, I didn't even know this yeah, was a no, thing. It's, it's I had no it's, idea this it's, was it's being a- made. This is great. I had no idea either. And, like, you know, fair enough. Like, This is this is the point we made last week where it's like you release Heroes of the Storm and IGN gives it a 6.5. Everyone says it's not League of Legends. It sucks. You release Catalyst Black and uh, no one knows. <laughs> but tons of people are playing it. Like I, there's, there's tons of people in there playing no wait for a match of any kind. Yeah. And I'm sure they're making tons of money. So it's just like, this is, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure this game is going to be successful uh, for them. I wish them the best on it. Anyways,
1: downloading it right but, now. I'm going to play that tonight a little bit. I think that looks yeah, really cool. Just
3: don't wait too late before bed. You, you might actually find it's enjoyable instead <laughs> to of too late playing it. So. You know
1: what? I really dig the art style. Our style's yeah great. it's got
3: great art style it's still like a new release there's still some like my games have dropped here and there mm-hmm. and the client has cut out so it's a bit buggy but i'm sure that stuff will get patched out over time overall the, the gameplay is great it's fun it's very casual quick in and out games real quick
1: super Good evil time. megacorp is an amazing
3: and you know it's always a great feeling when you get into a game on the day of launch and a whole bunch of noobs are in there and i can't tell how many are bots but like <laughs> My first game, I went like 25 kills and zero. Then I went 37 kills and one. Then I went like 18 kills. I'm just like, I'm owning phase in this game so hard. But now I've gotten to a point where I'm up against better opponents. So it's not quite as uh, a stomp. But that first hour of getting into a a PvP game and you're just just owning uh, is always a good feeling for me. Yeah. Um, the other thing I will say too, is the mode I'm enjoying the most is called Hydra. You don't start right away. They unlock the modes progressively as you get account level. Um, Hydra is basically where you have to turn in shard. There's three different ways to win. If everyone on a team dies three times, that's a Paragon victory. If you turn in more shards than the other team up to 20, then you get a shard victory, a mm. shart victory. Mm. <laughs> and, um, there both teams have an overseer, and so if you whoever kills the opponent's team's overseer wins. So, so it's kind of like there's a lot of different things going on all at once on the map, uh, potential ways to lose or to win. Um, and, you know, you're playing with a bunch of mobile bros and sisses on there, so, you know, it's chaotic and no one's really doing a strategy. Sometimes you just get owned by people who are clearly in a party, but, like, it's fun. It's a fun little game. I I think I'm
1: going to play it. I'm downloading it now. I'm going to try it on the, on the uh, backbone. I'll report next week how it plays mm-hmm. on here. Sweet, I love this thing. So anytime I have an excuse to pull it out, uh, John, John, you should play it. Sounds like a fun mobile game for John
3: to play. No. <laughs>
1: X-Heroes devs, man. like
2: what? Yeah, I like them. Make a game that doesn't have gotcha crap elements in it, and I'll play it oh. 100%. It's
3: I'm- a fair point. The guy, it is annoying that I can't try all of the guns because I don't have them, and it's like i got to earn them.
1: Yeah, but your your Marvel the slap or snap is going to be... Not- I don't know that yet. Bo has now
2: told me that it's there. And when it does, when Marvel Snap starts draining money from me, I will come on the show and go, well, guys, I really wanted to like it. I think they have a cool thing there, but it has this, x annoying feature and i'm not going to play it because people seem incapable of making a good mobile game without it being a bunch of bullshit tied to it yeah. so like, i love those guys sure. i would love to support <laughs> those guys but i'm not gonna play a game that throws up a barrier until i throw money at them yeah like well, no. maybe
3: maybe they'll surprise us but i feel like there's a good chance we'll be hearing the same thing in a couple of weeks yeah when it's
1: or as soon as we, yeah, I don't know what the time. Well, time I don't know what it's out, but yeah, yeah.
3: like because you know they're clearly going to release more card. Like there'd be four sets a year or something ridiculous. Like so you'd be you know constantly behind and having to buy packs.
1: Yeah, maybe they'll call it Guncha game. And then I
3: mean,
2: I know it's you. very easy looking at their website to tell that they are definitely going to be leaning into some form of monetization for different card styles because you can see like. Here's Captain Marvel in an 8-bit style. Here's Captain Marvel being drawn by Scotty Young. Here's Captain Marvel in a retro style. You know, like, you're getting... They have the same cards, same features, same abilities, in a bunch of different styles. So it definitely looks like there's going to be some element of either... I don't know if that's collecting. I don't know if they're going to just sell packs that you have to buy. Um, I don't know what it is, but I have a very simple policy. I am willing to spend uh, usually up to $50 on a mobile game. And if I don't feel like that $50 unlocks a complete, consistently fulfilling gameplay experience, then I think your game is bullshit. Yeah. So... I I will give Marvel Snap the same opportunity. I'm not so... like. There's so many people that are like, oh, I had to spend money on this game. Like, Yeah, you should have to spend money on a game. There shouldn't be a thing where it's a game that's just free and a bunch of people worked on something and gave it to you out of the kindness of their heart. You should have to spend money. But if that game takes more then $30, $50 from you, which is what we all associate as the cost of the game, and then goes, no, more, more, more for a subpar experience, that's bullshit. That you shouldn't have to do. So that's, for me, where I draw my line. And I think think that's a pretty easy to understand and clear line. And it sounds like, it it doesn't sound like I'm going to get that experience from this game, much as I might like the people working on it. All right, so if Bo of, like, made an amazing gotcha game, I'd still be like, alright, cool, Bo, I'm not gonna play it. Like, doesn't matter how much I like the people playing it. Like if it's predatory trying to get money. Well, which is I'm why not I brought it up.
3: It. Which is why I brought it up as a fair warning to everyone. So if you have a problem, like I definitely do. <laughs> I'm not gonna be hypocritical about it, but um you know, it's still it's still I guess when I play it, I'm like, "Oh, this would be great!" Someone get inspired and make a non-freemium version of this game or something, you know? Sure,
4: sure.
2: And I, I think Amazing Samurai in the chat brings up a good point. Most mobile devs are in a hard spot. Most people don't want to pay for games. Most people hate free-to-play mechanics. Lose, lose. I, I agree, but guess what? That's not my problem as a consumer. That's their problem as a dev to solve.
4: Yeah.
1: But they also don't see it as much of a problem because a lot of people are paying it.
2: They end up making money,
1: yeah. Yeah, they're making shit tons of money. If they weren't making that money, that, that scratch, that green we wouldn't uh, have to worry so much i don't know <laughs> we decided to go and do all those waves some of that cheddar some of that
0: green
3: yeah that
1: sweet sweet cheddar all right um, Well, well done everyone on that front it's now time for this
4: that's a good question
1: quick email from eric he sent his email to talk to the core at gmail.com that's talk to the core at gmail.com you're all encouraged to do that as often as you like Hello, Core Crew. Great show. Love it every week. I wanted to tell Bo that he has convinced me that with his first VR experiences that I needed to try the Oculus Quest 2, and I love it. VR is right. such a decent exp- or, sorry, different experience from regular gaming that even the most basic VR experiences have something different to offer. Uh, once I got past figuring out how to use my glasses and the VR goggles, it was awesome. I hate that I can't convey how amazing it is to someone watching my cast my gameplay. My wife watched me the other day and was like, meh, boring, whatever. I wanted uh, to warn you, Bo, never upgrade to Windows 11, at least for now.
2: <laughs> that was a real quick backpedal on the never. Yeah, Never do it for now.
1: For now, yeah. Oculus Link, Air Link, and the Steam VR games only work on Windows 10. Windows 11. Won't oh, even, shit,
3: that's good to know.
1: Yeah, won't even install the Oculus PC application. As soon as you upgrade, you lose VR capabilities. Meta has known ah. about this for a while, but has been dragging their feet to get a fix out. Thanks for the great show. Look forward to it every week, Eric. So apparently,
3: nice. man, has it Good. been that
1: long since I tried to Air Link or or Cable Link? It must have been, but the um I have eleven now and I haven't tried it, but I guess that's a no no. So
3: yeah, no, no, that's that's rough business, man. I need that link. Ziggurat because- says
1: he's using Windows eleven and they all work fine for him. So.
2: Um, yeah i'm seeing people i'm seeing multiple people saying it's working for
3: them on windows 11 so
1: so, so far everyone is all right so the same, <laughs>
2: yeah literally everybody everyone, has said that everyone is fine
3: they yeah. have an oculus quest 2 and they're able to oculus link it yeah no problem
1: sounds like it so eric maybe something up on your end dude
3: well he uh, probably got it from a site that you know had their information wrong uh, unless you tried it firsthand maybe there's a technical issue
1: yeah, that's something to look into. But uh, Maybe it was true. Like, like,
2: Thanks to the person who said, I don't have one, but just want to join in and say it works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, that gives us the full gamut there. We got everybody's yeah. opinion.
3: Yeah, Quest uh, is the future. I, I really wanted to play some Quest games, or Quest, like VR is the future. I really wanted to play some Quest games this week, but all I have are like stand up and swing at things, and I'm sort of pooped on, on that I need a, a break bit. from yeah. hitting my hand on things and yeah. never knowing where like opening my helmet up and finding I'm in a different direction than I thought it was and I'm about to break something it's like actually stressful yeah so um I want like some good sit-down games and I just I spent my budget next month there'll be some new expenditures so I'm just I need some games I can sit down and, and play on the quest or some apps or some experiences yeah. I tried VR chat and VR chat's very like I just don't get it. It just makes me that makes me feel old. Where I'm like, I see, there's I hear kids talking. They're like, ah, inward, 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 and I'm like, okay. I'm like,
1: <laughs> I know. Is there anything it's kind interesting of a happening
3: in the VR chat, or is it just like people saying random shit? And
1: well, don't use that one. Use, um, well, not that you need to use any of them, but the the one yeah. Meta makes. It's a, a, a Verizon Horizon. <laughs> Verizon Horizon Worlds is their thing. And it's a oh, little okay. less that way. A lot less that way, actually.
3: Yeah, um, I just... It, it would be cool to hang out in a because so, it's weird. Like, if, if I was to get on a Discord with people, I feel awkward, but I feel protected if I just kept my mic off. Mm. But you have an avatar in these spaces, so you can be messed with in various ways. Even if you just decide not to say something, someone will go up to you and be like, I'm t- picking your ear off your face. And it's like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, it's not, but So it's like there's this weird uh, space... Uh, dynamic to it and I just want to be somewhere where I can feel a little comfortable people are going to be chill and not be kids about it right like that it's you know it's just like and like VR chat too there's this weird thing where like there's some pretty young girl avatars in there and i'm never sure if that's weird dudes or not i just don't feel very I don't
1: know i know it's I the always same.
3: assume
2: it's, it's weird dudes yeah.
3: like <laughs> sometimes i'm like i'm in pedophile world and not in vr chat and i'm like i don't like this place like at all like, yeah this, this, is not, this,
1: this happened this to me in weird. a virtual bar i don't remember what app i was using but i was in a virtual bar and carter was on her she has old quest one and we were in there together because we were just seeing what this world it was like we're walking around the people going, yep, wood, wood, dancing, yep, yeah, yep, making stupid sounds down on the dance floor. And I got down closer, and these people were drunk. I could tell they were drunk in real life. And I don't know where they all were, but one mm-hmm. of them tried to virtually, kept trying to virtually um, gra- uh, g- uh, grope the girl in there. And the way it was set up is you couldn't you couldn't pass through each other like in World of Warcraft or you know Final Fantasy where you clip through everybody oh, okay there was collision box there was collision yeah so they kept colliding so she couldn't get out of there and yes there's a button you can hit that immediately makes everybody else disappear and you can just go but i don't know if she knew about that or whatever and it just sound, it just sounded like she was having a bad time and felt really uncomfortable and i just like this is no good so i yeah, reported it's it awful. i reported yeah. it and i said yeah this is probably you don't want this and yeah. they don't but it was Weird, I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. this part of VR just, where I'm 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 a little nervous about that angle on it because people are douchebags and this they're finding it, this is a new place for them to be a, a huge douche without any I consequences. Said,
2: I don't want to interact with people in the real world, so I definitely oh. don't want to interact with people virtually. Yeah,
3: I but you would interact with people funny. at Nerdtacular, right? Like I think that's the thing is like I want an online space. I just want it where you know the chill people are, right? Like I guess just knowing where those are is important like finding those yeah yeah because i would go hang out in a virtual club like to socialize with people like it's cool it's fun i just i am not interested in the the kid the kid the kid exploration of the vr world that's a different
1: a lot of kids and the weirdos
3: you're talking about too where they might be trolling around and stuff yeah there
1: was one lady it was a lady because i heard her voice who uh, was dressed like a dude in the game, and this was in Horizon Worlds, where you don't have the lower half of your body; you're just a floating torso. And they floated up to me and went, "Frog pants? That's weird. You're not even wearing pants." And just looked at me, and I was like, "I don't want to be in here." <laughs> 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 this is the yeah. worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna this
2: leave now. Summed up almost every social interaction. Maybe we I've need, we had need had to do this life. together.
3: <laughs> what, what we need to do is we need to do this together. like we need to. Be together so that we can have strength and be mutual support. Yeah, right? be
1: dorks. Yeah, I like, think that'd be fun.
3: Like, I and do. that way, when someone weird comes around, we can all turn around on them and be like, "Please leave us alone!" Like, you know, and just f- figure out strategy. Like, I'm sure there's strategies. It's just it's a world I'm not very well prepared for. Yeah. I also, like, because the reason I got excited about VR chat is I learned that I think you can't just do it on the quest exclusive, but you can get a Clone Wars era Anakin Skywalker avatar. Yeah. And I was like oh, oh, I want to be, I want to be Clone Wars, Anakin Skywalker. I want to be cartoon. Like, that's cool. Like, oh shit. So like, like there's fun to be had that isn't like weird, either kid shit or pedo shit that I really want to do. Yeah. And, uh, I just can't figure it out. So, so there's not much in the way. The point being, there's not much in the way of sit-down VR apps. So I haven't really been playing with it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I can log into. I've watched roller coaster videos. I just didn't bring it up in the gaming thing, but I was like, the roller coaster videos are pretty sweet.
1: They're fun, yeah. They're, they're, just I like kind of, they're
3: kind of low res. Like, they really need to, like, that TV section of Oculus, like, it's kind of a ghost town. Like, they've made content for a while and left it alone. Like, they need to update their quality of their content there. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, Some pretty
1: uh, good stuff on YouTube. Yeah. 360 video on YouTube's gotten better. Um, I don't,
3: well, see, I like side by side video. I don't like 360 video because 360 video is just flat where you can look everywhere. Yeah. The one, the coolest thing I saw is they did side by side video for the International Space Station. Yeah. Um, for NASA did. And that is awesome. Cause like you actually feel like the astronauts are like right in front of you. Yeah. Like, so you're seeing them float in all these different directions and you see the earth. Those videos are great. I can't, there's one in particular that's really good. Some of them are boring and not great, but like those international space station videos are pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I highly recommend those. But, uh, apart from that, everything's like, there's a, there's a Deadpool one mm. that is like an it is so low res. It is so blotchy and embarrassing. It's from like from the first, it's marketing from the first Deadpool and it's like <laughs> sit in the cab with the Ravinder or whoever his name is and you're like, okay. But it is so poor quality. Like it looks like video from 1992 era <laughs> internet, really? 1999 era internet. And you're yeah. just like,
1: like postage wow. stamp Sega CD looking uh, video. It's
3: so bad, and if it doesn't VR doesn't make that any better.
1: No, you're right. That that part, that end of things needs to get better. So that.
3: I guess what I'm, what I'm what I'm doing here is like, please ping me on Twitter if you know of good side by side content that's not porn, because uh, I know they're doing really high quality stuff. But I I want actual experiences, not you know that. Yeah, yeah. Like um, like Strange Day style, right? Like virtual tours of wherever weird experiences stuff like that sure sure your volcanoes etc
1: well more on that as we play them Uh, we'll see how that goes Uh, all right I think that's everything for today's show Uh, fun one today I would say if you had fun at home and you were like man I wish I could give back for this I wish somehow this awesome content could be I don't know I could just show my appreciation good Everybody, patreon.com slash core show is where you can go to do that. For a couple of bucks, just throw it our way. It'd be like, hey, here you go. It's almost nothing, less than anything costs these days. Less than a taco at Taco Bell. A soft taco is now over $2. I wonder if you guys knew that. It's ridiculous.
2: That's insane. That's it is wrong. insane. It's That's wrong. what I used to get like four soft tacos.
1: Yeah. Yes. You could get a whole bag of them for two bucks. That not was anymore. why
2: you went to Taco Bell was right. so you could buy an excess amount of food and not spend a ton of money.
1: That's right. seventy-nine, 69 cent tacos or whatever they were at the time. I, I want that back. Well, yeah. in the meantime, the cheap option out there is to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash core show. Will we give you diarrhea? No. So we're not as good as Taco Bell in that regard, but we're a pretty good thing. Okay. So or maybe we do give you diarrhea. I don't I don't want to speak for people. Right in if you've had a problem.
2: Supposedly bookstores <laughs> make people have to poop.
1: Is that true? I haven't heard that. Is that the Seinfeld I that. thing?
2: I heard there's a scientific reason why bookstores make you need to poop.
1: Is that what? Why, is that why George took that book into the bathroom on the on that episode and they wouldn't take it back cuz he'd been in the bathroom with it? <laughs> You remember that? <laughs> they made him buy it? That was a
3: great it episode. Yeah, fecal matter on it, yeah. for sure. Fecal particulate. It has been exposed, I think is what they said. Uh,
1: well, anyway, uh, that's good information. I'm glad I know that now. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that address, once again, patreon.com slash core show, frogpants.com slash core for all the stuff you're looking for. No matter what it is, it'll be there. So worry not. Just search core on Google. You get that as well. And... Wherever you get your podcast, leave us reviews. We love that. Talk to the core at gmail.com is that email address. Find us on Twitter at core pod, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. It's going to do it, but we need some wisdom. Words of wisdom. Let's go around the table. John, you start.
2: Uh, hi, everybody. John here. Uh, we sure had a lot of fun today talking about uh, gotcha games, mobile games, uh, George Miller's new romantic comedy, and uh you know, at the end of the day, I just want to pose one question to you. Brontosauruses don't exist. But if they did, where would they wear their necktie?
1: Oh, man. I don't even know what to say about that. Real low, I guess. Right? Way down? I don't know. Well, I'll have to think about this on my own time. Hey, Bo, anything to add? Uh, I got really distracted
3: by the question. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, I mean don't uh, don't judge don't judge 10 years of longing by it. it's, it's halo <laughs> by its halo cover
1: <laughs> 10 years of longing that's the movie that's the one yeah,
3: don't, <laughs> yeah. don't judge 10 years of longing by its halo cover by
1: its halo cover i think that's great advice i hope you guys live by it that's gonna do it for us we'll be back next week with more thanks for listening go play a game we'll see you then This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at frogpants.com.
0: Reload. Reload. Danger. Danger. Machine gun. Machine gun. Continue. Continue. Game over.